man, and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues. Search the hearts of men. And judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports unchained. This is Sportico. Down on AEW. First off, what were your thoughts on this show? Let me just ask. Let me lean in. It, it, it was it, it was it was an okay show. Uh, I I don't like that they opened with the Mox Jericho segment. I don't because that was the best segment they had all night, uh, and I, I I don't like that they opened with that. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't think either. they I think they I don't know if they necessarily should have closed with it if they were going with, you know, the top of the second, hour, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Should have um, been top of the hour. T- t- top of the hour. Nine o'clock would have been Perfect. a call. So but the, the thing is, I, I find myself going too too far back in time to look at this scenario because I'm excited for the Mox Jericho feud and the match and all this. I'm excited for it. But the reason I'm excited for it has nothing to do with the company they work for. The reason I'm excited for it is because they're both multiple time WWE champions who have proven to me over and over again, they're big stars that can deliver in big moments. That that's, that's why it's not because, you know, I'm not going to act like I've never seen it before. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I really want to see. But here's, I have a theme because, you know, when you text me and you're like, Hey, let's talk AEW. I said, okay. And I got a theme in my head for the essence of their last episode of Dynamite. And it was this. Missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Now here is the one big missed opportunity. During the tag match when Sean Spears... Who? That was, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me snoring, by the way. Sean Spears <laughs> and, Kip, and Kip Sabian teamed up against Omega and Hangman. And then the place blacks out and at the top of the ramp, Joey Janela has Tully Blanchard tied up in a chair. First thing I want to mention, zero reaction. Yeah. Absolutely zero. Yeah. You know why? You got you Joey Chance because they're chanting crown. Because yeah. you couldn't tell it was Tully Blanchard. And because of the fucking Princess Leia hair, you couldn't yeah. tell it was Joey Janelle. <laughs> Joey you couldn't tell. Hey, why does he and... have to do stupid shit with his hair, bro? He needs a well, very I, distinctive haircut. I, I, he really I needs a... that. 
I don't have a problem with his hair. It's just this is not the segment to do it. You should have just left it long yeah. like normal so people knew so who we, you were. Right. When you popped up. That's what I mean, though. But, hey, the other thing is they didn't play Janela's music. They didn't have any fluff. They just went right to it. And then here's the other missed opportunity. Spears immediately runs down. Janela lets him get to them. They get in a brawl. Tully gets freed. And then they fight backstage. No. No. Here's how you book this, Sean, my good friend. Here's how you book this. You have Spears begin to run down. And then you have the place black out again. And then they come back and they're gone. And you actually have Janela kidnap Blanchard somewhere. That's what you do. You don't yeah. do this yeah, no, no, just exactly to set not. up a fight off the stage. No, you don't. No, and then, that's, there's nothing you can capitalize when on. When you here. black it out, was, when you come back to you, Sean Spears is in the same place. Now, yes, you, there, there are guys that would really hate that. Wade Kelly would be like, why is you blacking yes, out? He was yes, still right yes, there. Yes, it, it, it was over. Suspension, of, suspension of disbelief, right. Suspension yeah. of disbelief. Uh, look, I, I'll suspend my disbelief if you do the right thing. They didn't. It was terrible. No, they, they missed they, a huge they opportunity missed. there. They they could have asked they could have drawn this out for weeks and had Janella in back rooms with Tully in a chair and cutting promos, trying to be evil and everything. And I think they could have had something there. Instead, they did all that just to have Spears come down and fight his way backstage with Janella and leave Sabian alone against you know Paige and Omega. Right. So, and that was a yeah. baby face thing to do. Like, <laughs> it was so true. weird. I was like, so now I got the sympathy on Kip Sabian? That's stupid. And the fact that his name's not Sabin pisses yeah. me off because I just want to say Sabin. Oh, I just want to say Sabin. You just want to say Sabin. You yeah, not Sabian. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Because, we, you know, we live in a sports world. You and I talk about all of sports. And I cannot oh, do that when this nigga's name is Sabian and he's Sabin. <laughs> I'm going to say Kip Sabin. Oh, I'm going to say Kip Sabian. Like, it's it's going to be bad. Oh, goodness. You know, I, you I know, don't. You know, no, I, I got to cover hockey, man. I Nick deal with Sabian. Enough, I, I deal with enough rough names. I got to cover hockey. So, when we finally get to where we're doing this in front of millions of people on TV, I'm going <laughs> to fuck it up and I won't care. I'm like, you know what? You know how many fucking sports names there are? <laughs> I'm gonna say Kip Sabian. They're like, you mean Nick Sabian? I'm like, no, I mean Kip Sabian now. Okay, <laughs> now they flip names. Kip Sabian is now Nick Sabian, and yeah. Nick Sabian is now Kip Sabian. Okay, flip. No. All right, <laughs> that's what it is. I don't ever want to use the coach of Alabama coach Kip Sabian. <laughs> is it, oh, can God. you can you imagine saying that on ESPN? People like, who the fuck is Kip Sabian? I'm like. Google him. I'm doing it with fucking yeah, favor. Google him. I'm, I'm helping I'm the guy out, favor. He's going to be I'm, I'm giving him more attention than, than Dynamite ever has. Right. But it's so. weird because that made him look like a baby. You know, it made uh, saving someone as a baby face move. So mm -hmm. it made it made uh, Janela's the he the, the baby face, not the heel. But they, you know, so they switched roles, and then Hangman gets the blind tag. It's like, hang, it really, that really rubbed me the wrong way, and that I'm glad it did because it shows me how I really feel about Kenny and Hangman. Yeah, Hangman ain't nowhere near what Kenny is or could be. Fuck him. But Don't do this stupid storyline with him. It made me hate his goddamn. I hope Kenny Omega knocks his fucking face off because but, I'm like, why are you? Doing, yeah, here's my issue with what they're doing with Kenny. 
I think the reason that Kenny is not a big winner is because he was the choice of the elite to not be successful so they could look like it wasn't nepotism. Because they've done so much to make it look like it's not nepotism. Like Kenny having a 500 record. Hangman yeah. hasn't had TV time. The, the, the Bucks are getting there pushing the tag division, as they should. And then Cody loses to Jericho at full gear, and he can never challenge for the world title again. They did so many things to make it look like it's not nepotism. And I, I mean, I guess I get what they're doing, but they went so far with it. That to they're willing to deny their own star power. Like, look, I don't want you to use right. nepotism either, right. but you should have enough self-respect to put yourselves over because you are all very good at what you do. Like, I don't like yeah, don't, don't purposefully be... hold yourself back just because you right. don't want us to think you're booking yourselves up. Like, don't. That's where you know, I am. There's a balance you can achieve. And I feel like they're trying too hard to achieve it right now. They overcompensate, the man. They overcompensate. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Everything they've done is all overcompensation. Their entire fucking company is built over uh, overcompensation because, oh, we're going to have health care plans. Never heard a goddamn thing else about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whatever. Oh, it's whoever wrestles in the AEW ring. Okay, but you let your people wrestle in other rings all over the world. That's a big fucking. Uh, that's yeah. a bad idea. Yeah, I, because I when they get hurt, it's weird. Don't, don't right? let Mo- don't let Mox go to Japan. I right? mean, look, look. Let, let, <clears throat> let me be honest though. As a fan, dude, I'm psyched to see him and Archer tear each other to shreds at Wrestle Kingdom 14. Yeah. But there's a reason WWE doesn't let their people do that. There, exactly. And they take care of their people. They man. don't want uh, uh, eyes on other companies now. Here's the problem with modern wrestling fans in this. They think that's petty. Oh, you don't want to know? Oh, that's no, that's business. That's not petty. That's business. Yeah. The You'll NFL see Tom with the fucking the, yeah. uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, the the, 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 the <laughs> NFL isn't gonna talk about how great the XFL is. Okay, like it's not. No, it's it, it's yeah. It's why would business. they do that? That's stupid. Yeah, it's business. You don't talk about it. You don't do that. It's not you know. Now, if you want to mention other companies, fine. You know, in WWE, it's very rare that they mention other companies. You know, when when That's when Sami Zayn though. when, when Sami Zayn did that segment months ago with Corey Graves, and he said Viking you could have asked Warriors. me about AEW. Um, Viking Warriors uh, said yeah, yeah, yes, but when the yeah. when the Raiders listed them all off and stuff, it's very rare. And that's okay, but they don't overdo it. You know, it's not, I, that's the thing. My my whole problem with the AEW philosophy is they keep insisting that it's not a war and it, and they're, and it's, and they're the alternative yet their attitude shows me that they think it's a war. And, And I think it's, that's the, that's the idea. Like, don't say you're the alternative, like, and then have Cody come out and point at the sign that says, suck it Vince and say, I think that sign says it all. Like, no, you can't, like, you can't plab this both ways. Like, if, if you want to compete, let's compete. But right. I think the reason they're doing it is because they know if they really compete, they're going to get completely torn to shreds. Exactly. This is going to eat you, <laughs> you kinda, alive. You kind of sounded like uh, and, Bill Cosby there. If they don't compete, they're going <laughs> they to be torn to shreds. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> but but he, here's the deal. I, I think and I'm curious as to your opinion on this because you like to look farther back in the organization like I do. The wrong con <laughs> is in charge of the money. It's Tony. I, I have respect for Tony. Right. Tony seems like a decent enough guy. 
But if Shahid were running things, they would be doing things to get the regular TV audience. And they're not. Tony is strictly hardcore wrestling fan based. And it's a mistake. That's not how you need to go about this. You have big TV, a big TV deal. You need to do things for the average Joe. And you know what WWE is doing, and it's not on on Wednesday night, so only bring it up quickly, but here's what they're doing. They're doing the Rusev and Lana divorce segments. Because think about if you're the average schmuck flipping channels, and you see an ad for Monday Night Raw, and you see a hot Russian chick and a giant Bulgarian guy, and they're going to get divorced on live television. What do you want to know think, what it's about? Like, what is, and, and then you go, and this is wrestling? This has got to be nuts. I got to check this out for five Yeah, minutes. you know somebody's going to get hit, so you know AEW you get more than what you're doesn't do that. And it's, it's a crime to themselves. You need to do that. Now, I was listening to uh, 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 PW Torch uh, post show. And, and for people that don't know, full disclosure, I am... Part of the, uh, I am part of the extended torch family. I am an MMA uh, torch contributor, uh, but I, I listen to Wade Keller anyway, uh, whether I'm part of the extended family or not, and I judge him regardless. Uh, it, it, I, it's not about favorites here. Uh, I hate the fact that he brings up certain numbers with AEW, and that he's he does tend to handle them with kid gloves on his AEW post show. However, he is fucking hit them with a right and a left and uppercut this week <laughs> you know or at least i'm sorry last week on his uh flagship show with jason powell he did not have kid gloves then he fucking mayweathered them and they were conor mcgregor he beat the shit out of them uh but anyway um he and in um uh i'm sorry johnny fairplay they were saying how this rusev and lana segment like how all the segments have actually been great for WWE because they're talking about them. And and Johnny Fairplay says the most relevant goddamn thing in sports entertainment today. Not even fuck pro wrestling. I'm talking about sports entertainment. Straight up. He says they're not talking about Roman. And he says it just like that. He said, they, he said <laughs> this is the most talked about thing in WWE right now. They're not talking about Roman. He was like, mm-hmm. people come up and talk to me, my friends, that, my non-wrestling friends. They don't give a shit. They say, what's up with Rusev and Lana? He said, what the <laughs> fuck do you mean? What, don't you mean Kevin Owens and Seth or Roman Reigns and King Corbin? Like, ask mm-hmm. me some real shit. He said, no. Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? We tuned in. Hey, that's kind of crazy, huh? He says people yeah. from different walks of life, different fans and shit, different fandoms care about that. They want to know about that shit. So, yeah. I, I, I mean... Yeah, AEW's wasting. They they don't want they so they're overcompensating for being. Oh, we're not WWE. We're anti WWE, and they're not anti WWE. They literally are doing the same things, except of things like that, except for no, things like I, that. No, I I, I agree. I mean, because uh, I I get opinions from people who are non wrestling fans, and I ask for them and everything. And uh, believe it or not, to to out myself in a very unique way here, one of the people who gives me her opinions all the time is my mother about these things and she <laughs> and she watches AEW and now she doesn't really know who too many of them are right uh except Drew McIntyre they don't thinks he's, ask, ask uh, JR who the fuck Chris yeah. <laughs> yeah no she uh she she knows who Drew McIntyre is but that's because she thinks he's hot sorry mama out here on that but um <laughs> it, it's uh, other than that is she she watches AEW she goes 
so is this just WWE with different people? Like, that's how she perceived it. She's like, I don't see anything different. It's just people I haven't seen before. She's like, that. it's AEW. With, it's WWE with different people. Like, yep. that's how she saw it. It's like, it looks like WWE. It acts like WWE. It sounds like WWE. It's just not called WWE. It sounds like shit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually. Oh, my so, God. I don't, I yeah. mean, you know, but that's why I say missed opportunities. They missed with Tully Blanchard. And then the biggest one they missed was what you, te- what you texted me about before we did the show. And I know you're looking forward to talking about this, so I'll jump into it now, is poor Big Swole. Oh, she won her match during a commercial. Dude, during I had to rewind to make sure commercial. that I wasn't hallucinating or something. I thought during I because I, I got two oh kids, goodness. and I'm, I, you know, like I, I'm, 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 I'm weird. I'm, I'm sleepy all the time. You know, I'm fatigued, man. That's, <laughs> that's life. You know, I'm 37. Yeah, I got two. I'm sorry, two kids, three and two, and then I got two older boys. You know, at 19 and 16. So your boy don't get a whole lot of fucking sleep. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. that's just, just, just is what it is, you know. And, and working on that fifth, too. But whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. That also makes you tired, kiddos. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, I was like, okay, so it started into, a, it was a split screen commercial, right? And then yeah, it went yeah, they, they've full done commercial. picture in picture for a while, yeah. Yeah, it was picture in picture, and then it was a commercial. I was like, okay, that, that's that's okay. Like, that's a little weird. That's kind of a fail. But if you got to do it, do it. And then they come back, and the goddamn match is over. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? So I went back and watched the end part three fucking times. And, <laughs> and I, just to I, I rewinded sure. <laughs> that I wasn't that I didn't fall asleep because I will doze off during some shit because yeah. it was a snoozer because Emmy Sakura was doing all the offense, which I'm like, if it's your debut, big swole. Uh, okay, uh, 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 what was this? I almost said Tyra Banks. The Banks dude on NXT. Oh. The, the Kiwi Budsaw. Yeah. Yeah, Travis Banks. Travis Banks. I was going to say, I, I know his nickname at least. The Kiwi mm-hmm. Budsaw. Yeah. He had a debut where he put in a lot of offense. He got potatoed by Riker, by the way. Oh, mm-hmm. God damn. Uh, did you see that? <laughs> no, I, I, I have not. I have not seen NXT yet, this. no. Fucked his eye up. It was a couple. Oh, it was a couple bad. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a few stitches on NXT. They need to yeah. clean that shit up. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, he had the debut you're supposed to have. You take on a monster. You take on somebody who's supposed to beat you. You get in all your offense, and it, and then you somehow beat them with your unique offense. Big Swole got her ass kicked after dancing to the ring. She's got great music. I love that part. But then she gets. Beat up the whole fucking match, and they come back and this bitch won. Fuck you, AEW <laughs> Cody. I wish you were right fucking here. Fuck you, bro. You said up here. You said you so anti WWE. That's great. You had a match in on a commercial shit we never see, and now we know why because it's fucking dumb. How well, did it, she win? Should it, she have won? No. I don't know. I mean, for me, fuck it's, Big She ain't it, that great. At it, least I don't think so. For me, it's two weeks in a row that they've done this in their women's division. This week, Big Swole wins during a commercial after she gets her ass beat the whole time they're on TV. And then last week, Nyla Rose power bombs a ref through a table, and then and then Shanna threw the ref through the table. And it was in the little picture in picture. It yeah. wasn't full screen. What are you doing? 
You're giving the native beast the native beast look, and nobody can see it. Like, what are what are you doing? I don't. It, are, are you Nyla trying to Rose, up your YouTube subscribers so they have to go back and see it? Like, probably, what are you doing? Like, it's YouTube, ridiculous. The YouTube numbers are never going to approach what WWE does because they have a high yes. volume of content. Absolutely, and they and they never like it. Should, it just is what it is. They're just oh, if I wanted to start something. A new phone company. I'm not gonna be Apple. I'm not. I'm. It, it would no. take me. It take me a really long time to be Apple. If even if I thought I could be them, it would. It, it wouldn't happen in five years. Wouldn't happen in ten. It, I could probably do it in like twenty five or something. You know, maybe thirty. But like, I couldn't fucking do it. Not right well, away. If, no, I'll I'll jump in on this with you. Let's say I partnered with you in this phone company endeavor. Our first goal would not be to beat Apple. Our goal would be, let's see if we can get big enough that Apple might buy us. <laughs> like, like, exactly. like, let's do that. Like, let's see. Now, I don't think AEW is trying to get bought by WWE, but no. it's just, I don't, I don't get what they're doing. I don't understand but, it. And now, I, the other thing, as far as missed opportunities for me, is this Butcher, Blade, and Bunny stuff. Now, I really can't have a negative opinion on it yet because I've only seen it just a little bit. But my my thing is, and I want to try to make this clear because being a WWE fan for so long, is when stuff like this happens in WWE, right? Mm-hmm. Two guys you've never seen before, the Blade and the Butcher. Okay, we've never seen them in AEW. We you know, very rarely seen them overall. Okay, fine. And then here comes the bunny, and it's Allie in a different outfit. Okay. <laughs> now, now maybe yeah. because I'm a WWE fan and because their budget is different and their roster is a different size and all this stuff, I have a different opinion of what it should be. I want to make that clear because I don't want to tear them down too bad for doing it the way they did because it wasn't a complete failure. But in WWE, that's when you bring in someone you've never seen before exactly. or someone who's been away for a while. Allie like, had a couple matches and she wasn't really getting over and it just didn't work. And they said, all right, let's put some bunny ears on her in a half a dominatrix outfit and put her with two big guys in black. That's basically what they did. Okay. But it's kind of like it's Allie. And you're not even trying to hide the fact that it's Allie. Yeah, like, because I, Jim Ross literally said Allie yeah, <laughs> a yeah. few fucking times on commentary. That yeah, was one of the few. I'm mean, Not few. That was one of the many missteps on commentary. Tony Schiavone shut the fuck up the whole second half, second hour of the show. He didn't say <laughs> shit. I don't hear. God, I don't remember him talking. Do you remember anything he said? I don't. No, no. I, I, I mean, remember honestly, Jr. The the only commentary I remember is when Jericho was on the desk <laughs> because he was right. great. Like he is at everything. I know. Like, yeah, he I, got rid of he got rid of fucking uh, Tony Schiavone and Excalibur. And uh, yeah. I know people who are not Excalibur fans. I tell you that. And he's going back into that zone. Where he was in All In. Now people say, "Oh no, Excalibur is great. You're ridiculous." I'm like, "No, listen. The more indie shit comes up, the less I like Excalibur, and the less likable he gets because he's not. He's a fucking know it all. He was doing it on All In to the point where uh, Don Callis had to fucking remo- not remove him, but he shut the fuck up on commentary. I muted. I had to mute Excalibur because he wouldn't shut the fuck <laughs> up. And my buddy was like, "Oh, he shut the fuck up." I was like, oh, "Cool." That's how bad he was at all in that he I had to mute him and then he shut the fuck up finally after <laughs> saying nothing for a long time. And now he's back to 
oh, on the indie scene, on the indie scene. Hey, 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 wait a minute. Here's where AEW overplayed their hand, and this is what makes them small time, and it will keep them there. They're going to fucking stay there like the roaches they are. Then I'm speaking <laughs> from a big business term, from a big business point of view. I don't view them as roaches. I don't have a company. Don't be stupid, people. <clears throat> if you are constantly saying we're big league, we're not in competition with the big boys, okay, why do you keep mentioning the indie scene and how big someone was from there? This is re there's a reason WWE rebrands you, gives you a different name and all that other shit. Only few people can have a same name and come over. Chris Jericho, AJ Styles. We're talking about Eddie Guerrero, you know, that, you know. But the, these are these are the the um the exceptions to the rule. Even Kurt Angle, because they could just give you another name, you know, but he didn't come from an indie scene, but you get what I'm saying. My yeah. point is they brand you for a reason because you are part of the major leagues when you join them. And you can't just say, oh, look at my amateur wrestler. Look when I was out in the indies. You know, nobody gives nobody in UFC. They don't talk about your fucking amateur record like that. They really don't because <laughs> no. you're a pro now. They don't say if you in your first fight or maybe your first two fights, maybe I'll give you first five fights and you had 10 amateur fights. They'll say he was fucking nine and one as an amateur. Okay, cool. You're allowed to bring in some sort of background, right? That's cool. But your background is on the independent scene. The Butcher and the Bunny aren't main event level shit. They're not WWE. And when you bring up people and they're amateur, I'm sorry, it's not amateur, but it's all, you know, you know what I mean? The indies are akin to amateur wrestling, you know? Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. akin to that. I mean, like an amateur uh, MMA, they're akin to that. And it's, it's just how it is. It doesn't delegitimize anything. You know, because if you got a four and five record as amateur, you've had nine fucking more fights than I've had as a professional. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. that I had as an amateur. My, my point is, I'm not knocking the indies. It's just you do not dare bring up the indie scene and then say, but you the big time. So that means their records wipe clean if they come from the indies. They're nobody, bro. They're literally no fucking body. And you say, well, Allie came over. She was a big deal in impact. Nigga, shut up. That was impact. What she's going to do over here? That's yeah. a, okay. It's not the same as an NFL player going from one NFL team to another NFL team. It's not even the same as a is more akin to a college player coming up in the pros, you know? Yeah. yeah. But they're no, still large. They're still largely unproven. P case in point. Who the fuck knew about Tom Brady besides Bill Belichick before? <laughs> uh. He he got the starting job over Drew Bledsoe. Who the fuck knew that? Who? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's. He true. was a fucking so. But nobody gave a shit about. Oh, he went to Michigan. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody knew him. So why the <laughs> fuck is you bringing up his college? Nobody brings up his college shit except the fact that he was in Michigan. That's it. Yeah. And I love the Michigan Wolverines. That's my favorite college. One of my favorite college teams ever. So it's breaking my fucking heart every time Jim Harbaugh's <laughs> name. When you mention him, man, boy. I would have gave you a death stare. Like, why the fuck are you bringing up Michigan and Harbaugh? <laughs> God damn, I hate that guy. That was <laughs> no. I, I I hear what you're saying about uh, about bringing up the Indies and all that. Uh, I hear what you're saying, but um, so <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I agree. Your your slate gets wiped clean, and you gotta you gotta reprove yourself when you when you come up into the big time. And hey, I mean, it's you know, 
All right. If I mean, you're I... if you're big time. Apparently they're not though, because Big Swole was this big big player, and then like then she went on a fucking commercial break. And, oh, her yeah, indie right. scene. You got you should sell on in the indies. You're right. I should have, and I should. Fuck AEW. Go back to the indies so I can watch you, because I don't want to watch you on <laughs> AEW. I wouldn't. I watch a Big Swole on. How much do you know about her? This is my uh, problem. People yeah, say what, she's great. How do what, I know that? What I know about her, um, I mean, well, I I first got privy to her when she was in in a May Young classic. That's when I first got first got privy to her when she was in a mm-hmm. May Young classic, and then I found out that she's married to, uh, as you like to refer to him, Cinder Alexander. Um, oh my God! Yeah, I don't. So I, I, uh, oh, I I mean that's that, that, I, I knew that, and I, I was always you know okay. I was she, I always thought she was a good enough talent, reasonable enough talent. I went and watched some of her indie stuff. She was all right, but uh, yeah, I mean, if they want her to be a big player then don't have her go 0-4 on dark matches and then went on a commercial break on Dynamite. Yeah, don't do not do that. That's not how you, yeah. it's not how you go about it. Um, I, I don't know. They're, the way they handle their women's division is very interesting to me. It's um, disgusting. Kenny it, Omega is fucking disgusting. So they, I'm not going to, uh, no, no. It's they, disgusting, bro. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's not interesting. It's interestingly disgusting. Okay, you're right. We're both right. Uh, all okay. right, all right. I, I, I think... Um, the other thing to me is they're not highlighting the division that they should. Uh, I, mean, well, I guess I, I guess they did last night. They had a main event and a big street fight and everything. But they should be highlighting the tag team division. The tag team division is the best. They they probably have the best one in wrestling right now. Overall. I would say they do. As far as talent, yes, they they need to they need to to highlight it a little bit more. So because there is no mid card <laughs> in AEW. There so is that why they got uh, Trent going uh, in singles competition against the Lucha Brothers? Because they're, they're so, you know, because the highlight, I mean, I mean they're, they're yeah, they, to highlight they, the there's no division. mid-card, so they just have guys from big tag teams wrestle each other one-on-one. Yeah, uh, no, that's what they do. That. No, I, well, I, 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 mid-card title. I talked about this on my last TV. show. I talked about this on my last show, about how that's why they'll never win the war. Because AEW doesn't have a mid-card, and WWE's mid-card is feuds between AJ Styles and Ray fucking Mysterio. That's why yeah. you're not going to win. Yeah. A- WWE's <laughs> mid-card are the best on the planet, and you don't have one. I mean, it's kind of... Uh, what, what, yeah. what, uh, people say they do have a mid-card. What is it? The ring? Is it the class ring? Is that your mid-class? Is that, that your was mid-card so damage? stupid. I mean, I don't, you know what? I'm I, not okay. even the time today and talking about right. that shit. But did they set that up? Like, why did they just randomly? Oh, you're gonna get a ten thousand, a ten thousand dollar or ten k diamond ring. So what? Who cares, nigga? You won yeah. one. Why do I? <laughs> I, I, I and it was with the worst goddamn crossroads and what? Also, one of uh, the weirdest things I've seen, and I understand this is how it was supposed to work. I don't yeah. want that to get misconstrued. That I know how this was supposed to work, but the battle royal they had to determine the match. I'm sorry, but an over-the-top battle royal that ends with two guys in the ring. That's what that was for? That I was- just I just didn't like the look of that. I was like, I just, like, no. Like, find a way for them to, like, but my, my thing was either make them have a one-on-one match right now or have one of them throw the other over-the-top rope for some reason and let that get, give them an advantage or something. I don't know. But don't just have the two of them standing there looking at they each can't, other. Uh, it's, it they can't. They don't know how to tell stories. Mid-cards <laughs> have to tell stories. They're there's, literally there's, meat. There's one, 
There's there are two storytellers in AEW right now. Two, and that's Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho. Jericho. That's yep. it. They have two storytellers in that company right now, and one of them is feuding with a guy who's a very good heel, but won't make me suspend my belief because of it. And the other one is feuding with an insane motherfucker named John Moxley. And uh, they're going to do very well. I think Jericho and Mox are going to do very well. They and are. Curi- they, that's I'm because curious. it's a New Japan thing. Like, literally, uh, yes. you and I are watching that because of the New Japan. Uh, uh, because uh, yeah, no, that's how Jericho that. showed he can still wrestle. Well, because of that and that, that and, and what they did in WWE. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, But they're going to so, have a New Japan match, though. Oh, that's oh yeah. Oh, it'll yeah, be a, you know, it'll, that's it'll what I mean. A, a knock him down, drag him out. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean by the new Japan thing. And, it, and it's good. Yeah. It's great. Cause, oh, cause yeah, I think no, Jericho's be done some, he, Jericho's done some great work in new Japan. And so is yeah. Moxley. So we're going to be getting a new Japan match because I don't even think they, they could have a, uh, the type of match they would have in WWE. So that's why we're like, okay, we can see a WWE match from back that could have happened then now. But we get yeah. to see it on their terms, and we're gonna get to see it. So this is an anomaly. That I don't even think it's fair that they should even get credit for this. They shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, sure they signed these guys, okay, but they they kind of they signed guys who are already okay. Go sign some people that weren't signed to WWE that aren't your buddies. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, oh, I understand. Yeah. Okay. That means go do that. And you know what? Here I, I I um sent this question to some buddies over at uh the Bullet Cast. Shout out to the Bullet Cast. Uh, as a podcast. Um, you guys can find them on Spotify and all of that. Now, I said, they said, you got any questions for us? It's our 150th episode. Well, I actually asked them something about ACH. I said, who the fuck is going to take him? He's he's tarnished. You know, uh, I was going to say, it turns he, out he said, MLW did, but then he quit. Yeah, I was going to say, he's retired. But, like, I mean, now that he's burned so many goddamn bridges, who would t- who would dare take him back? I, I, I don't think anybody would. A, a, a WWE could. They could. Because mm-hmm. they, I mean, they're just so, you know, is this a drop of water in a damn bucket? What's yeah. he going to do? Call more controversy that they're going to survive? <laughs> they survive everything. Yeah. Fuck you, ACH. You know, they'll take you, they'll survive taking you back too. So maybe them, but I bury the fuck out of that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having him literally eating shit sandwiches on television. That'd be his character. Oh, eating shit. <laughs> Fuck him. He, he, he would deserve it. But I know. Um, I asked him, um, when would, when is AEW going to start writing the coattails of other events and book a wrestling show on the strength of the company and them being a wrestling company because so far they've had conventions carry them and this next show revolution coming up in chicago that's a goddamn that's based off a fucking convention that one of the largest fucking cities a giant metropolis in the world is going to put on mm-hmm. and you and you piggyback you're not piggyback but you 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 coat you ride the coattails of every fucking thing and you have never done anything just on your own and when you do Let's say, okay, AEW selling tickets to shows, right? When it's not that hot of a town, we see pictures of what the truth is about their sellouts. People say, oh, it was a hot crowd. Yeah, they're fucking brainwashed uh, AEW cult people. They chanted for Joey Janela. They didn't even know Joey, Joey. Good for him. 
that segment sucked. But, we talked it, about why but, it did. But, but it, it took them 50 seconds to figure out who it was. Yeah. Damn hair. <laughs> and like, I'm even like, me, when I watched the highlights, I was like, oh, that's Janela. Okay. Like, it took I me mean, a second. I was like, oh, all right. I, all right. I, and he's got Tully. Okay. That's fine. I automatically knew it was him, but that wasn't the point. I couldn't identify him. I knew because it was they had a few, but I was like, "Is this Joey Janela? Like, why? Why is it? Even though I know it's Joey Janela, or it's supposed to be, why is it taking me so long to know that it's Joey Janela?" And that's my problem with his look. And people are like, "Oh, well, you know, he could be fat and have a weird body and be short. He's short. He's like maybe five five. He's like not much taller than Mysterio, even if he is, but." Yeah, you know, he, he looks out of shape. He's really short. He's got long hair. Get your fucking life together and put together a wrestling persona I give a shit about. Let's pretend I'm a four-year-old. I'm serious. But let's pretend I'm a four-year-old and go go work on yourself. I don't give a fuck if you're swole or not. I don't care. Kevin Owens doesn't have a, a fucking goddamn... He doesn't look like Stu Bennett. And he doesn't need to. But he has a distinguishable look from his, his entrance. His prize fighter. That's the whole shit he does, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck with that. We know that. It's a prize fighter look. That's his Titan Tron, everything. What the fuck is George Janela? He's a superstar. He's a rock star. That nigga ain't never played an instrument in his life that I know of. Is he supposed <laughs> to be watered <laughs> down Jericho? <laughs> to, 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 to quote Is JBL. he Kool-Aid he mixed Jericho? He play iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's what just... JBL said about 3MB. These guys don't even <laughs> play the jukebox. They don't even play <laughs> iTunes. JBL's a little missed. I'm not going to lie. He's a little missed. I would I, like him. Now I, 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 I miss him sometimes. Sometimes, yes, I do miss him. I think, yeah, just uh, a little. Just yeah, a little. Because I, 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 I think he was I think he was pretty good on the desk, and he uh, he, he did all right for himself. But, you know, he got I, I, I miss him doing the Legends interviews. I'll tell you that. That, that, was, that was a good show. Yeah, he, I mean, he definitely had a knack for what he was doing, but you can't do... You just can't do certain shit. Yeah. And, and, and today, in today's, uh, I, I had a point about what we want today in wrestling versus what we wanted back then. And I don't know how we're going to get to a point where we just stop saying this is awesome because we just want to chant. You know, we want to chant <laughs> and say this is awesome. And then that's why. Georgianella got Joey, Joey, Joey. They just wanted the crowds trying to get themselves over and shit. But <laughs> in reality, they're not even for a capacity, you know. And the AEW shows haven't been at capacity you know, since they kind of started, you yeah. know. Yeah, they just haven't been. No more, you know. No more talk about the sellouts and stuff. So they would, they would, they would use a sleight of hand with that shit to begin with. And now they say now there was people like, well, it's the scalpers. I'm like, it's scalpers everywhere, bro. But you know what? <laughs> WWE doesn't tell you, oh man, it was the scalpers. That's why we didn't sell out. You know what I'm saying? That shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They they just sell their tickets and they take whatever hit they take. And they're mm-hmm. a public company. Something AEW is not. That's I a agree. big deal. If Tony Khan were to get pissed off or he were to feel pressure from his father, he could force the sale to WWE. It is his <laughs> right to do whatever he wants. Let's say somebody fucked Tony Khan's mama. Let's say Kenny Omega does it. That's highly unlikely. He would for several reasons. 
I won't get into any one of them here <laughs> at all or at all, period. I don't care. But Kenny, Ola- Kenny Omega is most is the least likely <laughs> to fuck Tony Khan's mama. And yes, I know this <laughs> sounds weird. Here's my thing. Shit like that happens every day, to be honest. Let's, let's cut the fucking bullshit. You know, people talk about Vince's type. I don't know how many of his type he's been with, but Linda McMahon was probably his type at once. She's had blonde hair, sure. She had to chop it all off for whatever reason. I guess because she got to a certain age and her white jeans kicked in. She was like, ah, I gotta, now my head has to look like a um, a microphone or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, or a poodle head. But my, my point is, um, if he if something really bad happened, something like that, let's just say, yeah, Tony Khan's mama cheated with one of the athletes, and he said, I'm going to sell the whole company to WWE. Everybody in that company would work for them. Sure, they could quit. Is Kip Sabian? I'm sorry, Nick Saban? Is he quitting? Is he actually going to quit that company? But what? I mean, would you? You can, you can get a job. <laughs> you got the job. You already got a job. Are you quitting now? Brandy, mm-hmm. Cody, all of these executive blah, blah, blahs. They don't, they don't have the right to do a goddamn fucking thing except what somebody else tells them to do. And nobody really gets that. Uh, and and, and it's, it's just really strange to me that people don't, that aren't in the right headspace and places to just... And pe- people are cheating. They're saying, enjoy the wrestling, right? <clears throat> Here's my point. People say, oh, just enjoy the wrestling. We've been doing that. There's a business side of this. I don't want it to be I don't want to be, um, I don't want you to uh, just, just, um, damn, what's the term when you just try to kiss my ass? I don't, I don't want you to do everything for me. Mm-hmm. I just want you to be yourself, but I don't want them, I want them to literally be themselves. I don't want to be the, this anti-WWE thing. I want them to be a standalone wrestling product. They come prepackaged with StarCast at every event. Or yeah. some convention. I think this time they're skipping Starcast, and that's why they we're gonna be we're gonna uh, ride the coattails of all this the work Chicago did and putting on this convention, guys. Whoa, they... You want you want to see a wrestling show too? Fuck you, nigga. You do like WWE does and said, hey, it's just a Survivor Series. All you can watch is WWE shit. If you fuck with us, fuck with us. If not, don't buy a ticket. Right? Yeah. No. I I uh, I mean, hey, they 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 wrote in on Starcast here in Baltimore um with full gear uh you know the same the same weekend uh and and now it uh they they're in a big city like chicago again and everything yeah but um i, I mean but th- that's the other thing about it that you brought on is you know i'd like to see them not do that as well but their competition is what you will ride the coattails of i mean th- when we're, at, we're at, for example wrestlemania is going to be in tampa this year if Ring of Honor is still in business, their Supercard of Honor show is going to be in the Tampa area. Yeah. You know, if Impact does a show, it'll be in the Tampa area. You know, like it's because everybody's going to go for WrestleMania. And because th- there were a lot of guys I met when I went to WrestleMania 34 in, uh, in, in Florida, because I didn't go to Access in New York, but I went to Access in Florida at, at 34. And there were a lot of guys I met there who got access tickets and went to see access stuff, but they were going to the ring of honor show. They weren't going to WrestleMania or NXT. Right. They were going to the ring of, honor, and that happens all the time. And uh, to be, I mean, I'm with you. I'd like to see them stay, try to stand alone, 
But if you want to stand alone against, you know, a big four pay-per-view that they offer travel packages for, good luck. I mean, I, I, you might as well ride on those coattails because everybody's going to be there anyway. I agree with business point of view. You know, from a business point of view, you're absolutely right. Yes, yeah. do what you need to do, and and, yeah. and and from a business point of view, I'm not hating on them. However, they the ones who want to make this big moral whoop about how much better than they are than WWE, and and in that moral, oh, I'm so much better. You need to be doing certain things that they did. They didn't have the luxury. They created WrestleMania. They didn't have the luxury of putting on WrestleMania and riding everything with it. WrestleMania, what, which one was the one that failed? Was it one or three or four? One of the first five WrestleManias, or maybe like multiple of them, was fucking horrible. It failed. And, and, and they came out of that. Where's their adversity? Where is it? It's not, it's not, oh, you know, we didn't win the ratings war and, you know, or it was a virtual tie because that's crap because it's no, it's no longer a ratings war. It never really was. We were just being polite or maybe I was being polite. There's no ratings war. Never was. Never going to be. It's the same fans. And, and for those fans out there and, and, and some friends of mine that were like, hey, man, they're not going to bring in new customers. I wish they would. We'll see what they'll do. I wish them the best because new new wrestling fans is what we all need. They failed. AEW's garbage is fuck for that. <laughs> and people might say, oh man, you know, it's just it's just blah blah blah. No, the numbers are saying they have never succeeded nor come close to bringing in new people. What they gonna do? Pop a 1.5 million next week? Good. Call me when they pop a three mil. <laughs> over a consistent basis <clears throat> because that's what that is what Smackdown does you know yeah, I mean, well, not, not okay, we're like, oh no I mean, uh, well no so, so, you know Smackdown and Raw draw you know 1.2 million viewers consistently and it, it's so the, it, it's interesting it's kind of like I think AEW's approach they're, they're kind of like fans of a mediocre NFL team you know, your your first thought is, you know, Super Bowl. Like, well, no, how about not that? How about a deep playoff run? No, no, no how, about, how about we just make the playoffs? No, 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 how about, all right, well, how about we just beat our rival? Okay, well, well, we'll settle for that. Okay, all right. And I think that's what it is. I think they were going, well, first we're going to win the whole thing. Uh, well, can't do that because WWE is quite literally running five shows at the same time. All right, well, we can't do that. Well, <laughs> let's, uh, let, let's beat them in a couple – uh, you know, in a, in a couple nights a week and see if we go, oh, no, we can't do that. All right. Well, let's at least consistently be on the same numbers level. Uh, no, well, well, we can't do that. Well, let's just see if we can do better than NXT every week. Okay. All right. Well, let's try that. <laughs> and I think that's kind of <laughs> how it happened. And I, yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't really think there is much of a, of a, of a ratings war, however, but th there is, there is competition going on. Uh, I agree. But there the thing is, is yeah. um, one side is not referring to the other side's existence, and the other side is referring to the other side's existence as a means to keep going. Yeah, and, it's, and nausea. And, and it doesn't, yeah, and, and it's not, I mean, they don't, uh, NXT never says anything about AEW existing. Never. Ever. They just do their thing. And all right, not, well, even not even a quip. Not even a quip. Yeah, they don't take jabs or Cody anything. can't shut the fuck up about oh we did, 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 did. 
I'm like, bro, you know what? All you do is remind me of why I actually watched WWE and why <laughs> you are where you are. It only it only reminds me of that. And I'm like, hey, if you were actually that great, maybe they should have gave you the push. And then now, I'm not going to lie, I've seen him regress since he's been on his own. Um, when he was in WWE, he was at his highest of popularity with me. I thought he was great. I thought I thought he was the biggest, one of the biggest stars in the company at the time, because because mm-hmm. he when he had his his uh, IC title match with uh, Big Show, I liked that. I was at WrestleMania when he mm-hmm. was able to show his versatility in Stardust. I liked that. I liked what he was able to do with everything he was able with everything at his disposal, and then he left. And I saw his wrestling go down a notch, just a notch, half a notch, you know. Um, saw his promos go up, uh, but they were they were more so tailored towards other stuff. But but he fine tuned himself as a wrestler, and that was great. And I was like, cool, you know, I, I really like what Cody's doing. Now fast forward to AEW, and he's just taking, you know, fast forward to AEW, and he has long ass matches. Everything's old school, and it's produced in a way that is no better than WWE. Like, he is slightly above the mids as a wrestler right now. And that might be hard for people to hear, but I say slightly because he's still extremely careful. That WWE style never leaves you. It never does. Because it's produced in a way that makes you sick, you know? And I think that's actually the best part about them. So he's extremely safe, but he's not Moxley, so he can't break out of that mold. You see what I'm saying? There's a mold yeah. to it, and he has ex- he can't exceed that mold. Moxley, Jericho, these pot, these guys can because they didn't necessarily learn in WWE. Actually, they didn't. Cody started and learned in there, and he won't be able to shake it like that, and he hasn't. And he's disappointed me thoroughly at every turn. Um, in the ring, but I have, like I say, he was the highest prospect in WWE to me. And but look at him now, in terms of how good he looks to these crowds and stuff. Was I wrong? No, he was the biggest prospect because this guy got big enough to get friends in high places and have a company rival yours. He was absolutely the biggest prospect in that entire company. So I wasn't wrong in that regard, but he's taking a step back as far as airing goes. And like, I'm like, well, Cody, look, let's be fair about it. If I'm being fair about it, I'm going to get Cody for some of those things, too. And I'm like, look, you were there. And had you been the man that Seth Rollins is or Roman or shit, even Dean Ambrose, you would be on top of WWE and you wouldn't be here whining about what they're doing and what they're not doing with their talent, with their wrestlers. Am I wrong? You can tell me if I'm wrong. No, no, I, I, I think you have a good point there. I also think that he underestimated some of his own WWE achievements. I mean, he had a long run as Intercontinental Champion in WWE, and he brought well, back the the white belt too. He yes, brought he it did. back. And 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 right now, I mean, look at WWE. Shinsuke Nakamura is the Intercontinental Champion. Rey Mysterio is the U.S. Champion. The mid card in WWE is one of the most talented groups in wrestling period and he hung in that as champion for seven months and did some of the best work i've ever seen him do 
Now, the only the only thing I will disagree with you on is I, I still do think he is a pretty high-level talent. Uh, I agree with you. The safeness in his style can sometimes turn you off when you watch him wrestle. Uh, well, Miz, but, Miz is a high-level talent, though. Yeah, I mean, oh, now, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I know he don't lay in his shots, but he could be champion if, like, if, if Roman gets hurt or something like that. You yes. or, or Roman and Brian or something. He's he's on the depth chart. You can give Miz a championship. You can give, yeah, you can no, make him it, WWE it, champion. If you're right a now. safe, if you're a safety option for champion, yes. I mean, as uh, well, there you go. That's the, that. Then this is how I can uh, right now. Uh, and I I do think it would be a stretch, but I still think it would be applicable if Jericho went down hurt, and they decided to put the belt on Cody. I quite honestly do not think that would be a terrible decision for them, but that's not because I think Cody is necessarily on that level, but it's because I really don't know who else they could put it on. I mean, I, I mean, you can, Nobody. Put you can put it on Mox maybe, but not Hangman. Hangman no. hasn't been what everyone said he was going to be. Nope. I think you could put it on because their fan base is mostly hardcore wrestler, wrestling fans. You could put it on Omega because of what he did in New Japan. So uh, you could put it on him, but the uh, other only than that, time, you know, the, the only time they had to move that title, it was only one you, who who you put it on was going to dictate the flow of the entire company. And I think they got it wrong. They should have went with somebody young because they said, oh, man, you know, how are you going to talk about it's the changing of the guard and it's a paradigm shift. But instead of a paradigm shift, you literally do the exact same thing WWE does. You put it on a part-timer. Although Jericho's not working. I'm sorry, you put it on an older wrestler because uh -huh. Jericho's not working. He's, not, he's, doing, uh, he's doing... Jericho's not wrestling. Fuck that, <laughs> okay? Part-timer. This would be, what, the second time he's wrestled in fucking... I know that's more than Brock, but that's still part-time. I don't give a shit. And he's not on AEW Dark, so fuck it. He's a part-timer. Sorry. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. a real tentative... It's a technicality, but technically he's a goddamn part-timer. So you put it on an old part-timer and just like WWE did, because you know that's your old go-to, old faithful, old reliable. You do yeah. that instead of putting it on, on a new young up-and-comer and showing people that new young hot talent will get the chance to be champion. Not just champion, champion first and ahead of the company when they should be because what we were looking for was, hey, don't give it to Brock, don't give it to Roman. Give it to Seth because that's the guy we wanted. That's the guy you put it on. That's the guy we wanted since WrestleMania, since he broke free from the shield. We've always wanted Seth. Think about it. Who the hell have they wanted to be champion? It's been Seth, Finn and, Bre and, and uh, Daniel Bryan. That's it. Nobody else is they wanted even near their goddamn title picture or cared about. Uh -huh. And those was the guys they had uh, be champion. Uh, of course, two of them got hurt. Oh, shit, all three of them got hurt, actually. Finn, Seth, and fucking Daniel Bryan. And it was back to Roman and Brock. Uh -huh. But my, my problem with, with AEW is you do that the first time with a championship, and then you have a second time to do it, with, which, which is take the belt off of Jericho and give it to Darby Allen. I think it was you and I that were talking about it. You was like, I want to see them put the, the belt on Allen and just ride the hot hands. Of course, they weren't going to do that. So yeah. that was the second time they had to do it. They literally got a second chance, and they weren't even close to fucking doing it. But they could have gave it to put it on Darby Allen, and that would have shook up AEW from the very foundation. 
and people would have yeah. said, this is a company where a guy who's young, young and up and coming can make a star out of himself. Instead, no. Jungle Boy's not going to do it either. If they did no. it with Jungle Boy, it'd be kind of cheap because they didn't do it with Darby Allen. So now you're disingenuous. It's not that you're listening. You're disingenuous. Because uh, you were saying with this R- Rusev and Lana angle, um, you had said something. And Oh, not, not Rusev and Lana. Dana Brooke. You were saying the, the Batista-Dana Brooke thing. And yeah. I was saying they're probably going to do it with Elias and Dana, which isn't what we want. We want Batista and Dana, not uh-huh. Dana and Elias, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, it's going to be disingenuous if they're doing it because of that, because they're, they're now they're reactionary. So no, you better not put that fucking belt on Jungle Boy, especially when he stuttered this the first time he ever uttered words on, on, on Dynamite. Uh, uh, Jericho, did you see him? Like last week? <laughs> I, I did. I did see that. He, he was fucking nervous as shit. And sure, it's Jericho. It's Dynamite. But there's only less than a million people watching you. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. It wasn't oh. It wasn't a SmackDown and it wasn't a Raw audience. It wasn't a goddamn pay-per-view audience. It was just a... It wasn't even the, most, the biggest audience you've ever had. Probably one of the lowest. So, hey, just talk, bro. I, I, it's only so much passes I can give Jungle Boy to, and well, I, I do like him. I do like him a lot, so I'm gonna I, give him a pass on that. I, I, I mean, yeah, no, I, I don't have an issue with with, with Jungle Boy, but I mean, I, just to, to to reflect on what you mentioned about, you know, they put it on Jericho and they took the safe option and everything. And I don't really blame them for taking the safe option, but I didn't think about what you mentioned is how their first champion should have been their shot in the dark to see if it worked. Yes. Their first champion should have been Hangman or something. And then if it yep. didn't work, then you go, all right, we'll put the, like, if it, like, let's say, you know, three weeks and it doesn't win, it does, like, okay, we'll put the damn thing on Jericho because we know he'll hold it down. Like, right. like let's do that because Don't we you know have we a, can uh, do it. Yeah. It's, it, he, you're, have, I, I agree with you. He yeah. should be the safety option that you use if you need, not yes. the guy who sets the tone. I, I do right. agree with that. Because yes, what tone are you setting? You're you're very anti WWE, and you overplay your hand and everything instead of this. Now this is smart, like you said. He's the guy you can go through go to in a month if it doesn't hold true. The hangman's oh, yeah. the man. Oh because yeah, it's, it's like WWE, a, like what you talked about. They have multiple yeah. options. Like like let's say on SmackDown. Well, not SmackDown. Let's go with Raw for a second here. Let's say Brock drops the title to a young-ish up-and-comer on raw and there really aren't all that many but a young like let's say he oh, drops Berto? it to no, no, ricochet no, no, no. i i don't want to i don't want to drop that no th- th- that's a good option let's say he drops it to ricochet in some crazy match and it just doesn't work it just for some reason it just doesn't rub anybody the right way just nothing fits that's when that that's when vince mcmahon is going to go all right emergency plan you know 13d Seth gets the belt again. Like, like we're putting it Ooh. back on Seth. Did you did you just make a Star Wars reference? Like an order order is sixty six. Like, is that what you were referencing? I, I, I it, it was it was more it was more of a it was more of a dodgeball reference when they said right. special special continuation rule thirteen D yeah. sudden death. Speaking of dodgeball, but anyway, speaking, speaking of dodgeball, real quick, didn't yeah. Mojo Riley have on the Cobras? Uh, <laughs> uniform <laughs> it looked like he did it looked like he, he did, did. Yes. but um I, I just see uh it was interesting i i think i think that's 
that, that but you need to have that option. All right, we put it on Ricochet. Everybody everybody popped and went nuts when he won the title. Everyone was shocked. But now he's cut two mo- two promos as champion and had one five out of ten match. This isn't going to work. People are already freaking out on Twitter. You know, let's go to escape plan for Seth gets the belt back because we need to have it on somebody like that. Right. And there's nobody in AEW that fits that description except Jericho. But he's the champion right now. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying that he shouldn't be the champion because he should be the emergency option. But if he's the I mean, I'm sorry, but it shouldn't be Jungle Boy. Allen got his shot. And if Mox got his shot, what's funny is. After Jericho won the title, they were doing polls. Who do you want to see him go up against first? Everyone's first pick was Mox. Everyone. And I'm just sitting here going, so everyone's first pick of a feud is the two WWE guys that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. that, That's why I think your, your philosophy of trying not to be like WWE, it it might be a little bit off because they're the guys everybody knows. I mean, you know. I, it's I mean, also look, I, disingenuous. Yeah. It's also yeah. very disingenuous because Dustin is over there. Dustin mm-hmm. Rhodes, uh, mm-hmm. and, and 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 Dustin Pack. It's not like you're not taking any WWE guys. You got Sean Spears. Sure, he was a nobody. Sure, I, I'll give you that one. But guess what? Here's the thing: his wife still works over there. Okay, we know that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Adam Cole, he has his, his wife works. I mean, his girlfriend works over in uh, AEW, yeah. and Brandy actually brought that up. Now, I want to transition from there over to you know the anti WWE thing is just stupid. It's so dumb. They're <laughs> so they overplayed that hand and they didn't play it right at all. They're not I very can, good at spades. I, I know I, Bra- I, <laughs> yeah. Brandy. Brandy has never played spades, bro. Never. You're not I, play I, spades. Here's here's what I will say though. The demographic they have tapped into because I saw it in person at full gear when they came to Baltimore. There is a very small portion of the wrestling fan base that legitimately believes that WWE had a personal agenda against them. They, they legitimately believe that they believe for three years, you put terrible content up because you had no competition and that personally hurt or offended me. And now there's another company that isn't you and I don't care what they do, but it's not you. So I'm going to go with them just because they're not you. And they have tapped into that and I won't discredit them for that. The problem is that's not going to keep you in the game, man. It's just not, that's not that. That's why WWE goes for a vast audience in every demographic. That's why they go for that. Because if dad or grandpa bring bring a youngster to a show, you know, dad's going to have his Macho Man shirt on and the youngster is going to have his, his John out. Cena shirt on. Yeah, or whatever. So it's like one of my most famous <laughs> images in I'm wrestling. Biased. I'm ever. a guy. <laughs> one of I, my most oops. famous in, in, images in wrestling ever. When The Rock and Cena were having their, their feud and they announced like, hey, we're going to do it, right? And The Rock cuts this ridiculous Rock-style promo like only he can. And there's a shot of a bunch of dudes like my age and your age, and they're all cheering for The Rock. And then right behind them, there's a bunch of little kids 
with their Cena stuff on, like giving thumbs <laughs> down with pouty faces. Yeah. Like, no, because they don't know who The Rock is. And that's fine. Like, they didn't grow up with them. It's, you know, but they're Cena fans. And you and I would be like, look, John's cool, but no, I watched this guy for 12 and, years. Like, I hope he kicks his ass. Like, that's kinda, that's and the problem with the, and, and to tie that in with AEW, the problem with that is there's a ton of people that didn't grow up with Jericho, but there are guys who or you, you younger people, a younger demographic that have seen Darby Allen and or at least like him and what he brings just with his character, because I think he's got some good potential. I, his body type isn't overly muscular. It isn't even muscular. It's not overly muscular. He's toned. That's he's got a lot going for him. The skater boy stuff, everything. Oh, yeah. oh no, he's got Darby so Allen much is, upside. Just Darby his Allen look, because I don't up and comers in the industry right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, and you know, so that's why that's why you should have had that feud be something, and that's why you would give it to a Darby Allen or a Hangman instead of a Jericho because you want because the first time the Rock went over, right? Cool, just like Jericho going over. Second time, Cena went over. I mean, mm. that was bullshit. That was bullshit. But like, whatever. You know, like my <laughs> point is, we all got to see both both things happen, and. Mm. Now that people get to, they get to respect Cena, they get to respect uh, uh, The Rock. So now that's the marriage right there. Now we're married because we had that match. We experienced that. All of it. That's how you marry a demographic. They mm -hmm. haven't married in any demographic. They're just in bed with these hipsters. And hipsters are trendy people. They're going to find something wrong, inherently flawed in wrestling <laughs> and they're going to leave wrestling in droves well, well that's what that's what hipsters do yeah no i well, I, I agree <clears throat> with you there but here's the other thing is they keep talking about the 18 to 34 the 18 to 34 demographic that's what they keep harping on to your point about it guess who guess who guys might because i'm 28 and you're 37 guess who we grew up with jericho mm -hmm. guess guess who 19 to 26 year olds grew up with Jericho, the same guy. It was just a different <clears throat> version of him. A different era, and, yeah. And that's, you know, so I, I just, that's why it's like the whole demographic grew up with the one guy. And maybe you could say a little bit about Mox, maybe. But other than that, like, there's really one guy. Like, I don't like, you know, because no. like I mentioned my mother, my father checks it out every once in a while, you know, and I said, what do you think AEW? And he goes, well, I'll stop and watch if Jericho's on because I know him. Yeah. He's good. But other than that, I don't know who any of these guys are. <laughs> he's like, he's like I, know be able the, to... I know who Cody is because he's Dusty's kid, but that's about it. <laughs> and we're going to be able to say the same thing about, uh, full disclosure, Seth Rollins is my favorite wrestler. No, oh, no <laughs> and, I, I know you are. Uh, and before I, that, I mean, it was Brock. You are fighting for the, you fight for the Seth is cool hashtag. I know. <laughs> I have to. I, I tell you why, because cause it's really weird that the, People say, oh, Seth isn't cool and stuff. I'm like, right. The guy who is engaged to the hottest chick in the game got a video game cover. He and her were up, up, down, down video game champions. The guy who wears Chicago gear for his favorite mm -hmm. sports teams in Chicago arenas. Okay, because that Bulls gear was so dope. I don't know if you got that, but the Bulls mm -hmm. gear uh, Survivor Series. Yeah, no, no, I saw that. I saw that. I saw fucking that. clean. I mean, the guy who's <laughs> had, the, he's had the best goddamn gear. For years, he's had the best year, years for years now. Uh, he had the White Walker King from Game Game of Thrones. He had that. 
He had the Avengers gear. He had the Thanos gear. He had the White Ranger gear. The Chicago Bears, the Chicago Bulls. You know, you name it, he's fucking had it and he's looked great. And his character has come full circle again. He was in there with yeah. the shield, right? He, he talked about it was NXT. It's crazy how he's he's full circle. People are like, oh, I don't really dig Seth. I don't know who he is. Well, he's been trying to be the best wrestler this whole time, and he'll do anything to get there. He has never departed from that character because that's actually who he is in life. That's who he yeah. is. He wants to be the best. He's got the best girl. Well, I, I mean, in, in business. I I have a ton of respect for him, not just because of that, but because of where he came from. He's he was a Hispanic guy from Iowa, and he made <laughs> yeah. it. Like, how often does that happen? Like, never. Yeah. You never. And he's one of the best guys in the biggest wrestling company on the planet. Like, that's just so incredible. It's like that, that's why arguably the them. biggest guy. Arguably, so, I mean, uh, arguably, argue yes. that Rome, Roman Reigns is a bigger star. But like, like I say, without Macho Man back in the day, how big of Ho how big Hogan would Hogan have really been? Because he had a great supporting cast. When we talk about that, it's yeah. all sunshine and roses about the eighties. You know, even though it's heavy drug use and nigger this and nigger that, um, it was, and it really was. Like that's no, I'm not pulling any punches about that. It was, it really was that stuff. But we speak about it so fondly because the supporting cast was fucking amazing, and they stuck with us. And Roman Reigns, they tried to make him Cena, uh, and sure, let's say he was. Let's say he was. You know, there was Hogan, Cena, and then Reigns. Well. Seth Rollins would naturally be Macho Man. And I guess Dean would be the ultimate warrior. <laughs> I guess. Mm -hmm. That's not a terrible no, I, I guess. It's not no, a terrible no, I, analogy I for, for even him. You, But Macho Man was just, he was just as, uh, like, it's hard to use Seth in this way because he's the secondary guy to the company. But he's actually been at the forefront. He was the guy who beat your Hogan. You know, let's talk about the mega powers and stuff like that. He, he beat Cena. He took a belt off John Cena. While he had yeah. the top belt in the company, no one's ever done that. Well, maybe yeah, I'm sorry, true. the Ultimate Warrior fucking did that. So, like, the, the analogy breaks down. Yeah, I was gonna say took, WrestleMania four. Yeah, <laughs> he took the he took the secondary championship off of John fucking Cena, while John mm -hmm. Cena was making appearances as John Cena, being a fucking nerd in his old man suits. Uh, he finally stepped his suit game up. Shout out to John Cena on that, because I, oh my God, he would wear the worst old man wool suits on earth. And then he stepped it up, like, after he left Nikki, actually, or right before the end. But anyway, um, Seth Rollins was appearing on The Daily Show, the highest rated goddamn show in all of television, while John Stewart was there, winning awards and all of that shit. He pops up on there as Seth freaking Rollins. Not as John, not as a character or whatever. I mean, not as he, in character, I mean. Not not just, oh, this is this is gonna be some out of K Fabe shit. No, he showed up K Fabe there. So he's gonna be the type of guy that we're talking about. Uh we grew up with like oh, we yeah. did with Jericho. Oh, he's gonna oh, be absolutely. the span demo span the demos because oh, yeah. his character is now he went from he went from the shield. Which was cool, badass guys. I guess DX like a little bit, you know, just a little bit. Uh, to Shawn Michaels, you know, turning on Marty Jannetty because that turn was literally compared to that. So he's had one of the best turns ever because yeah. at the height of the at the height of the shield, they said turn him at the height, and he turned him, and it was beautiful. 
They turned him, and he got that belt at WrestleMania. He beat Brock. He has a winning record against Brock. These are this is all goat level shit, bro. Just like with Jericho. <laughs> Jer- well, cause, 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 well, we, well, I'm only bringing him up because you brought up Jericho, yeah. and um, because sure. I think AJ Styles is actually wrestler of the decade because he was a the wor- a true world champion on he was Impact champ going in Mex- uh, 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 Mexico and, and, and New Japan and shit and yeah. no, became he, he, Bullet Club leader. Yeah, he he had a he, he had a crazy decade for himself. I will absolutely yeah, I, agree I, with you there. I would say, and and he's he's the direct candidate for um, goat outside of Jericho. It's Jericho, and then the direct candidate is AJ Styles. Um, mm-hmm. poss- I mean, under him, we could we could talk maybe some Rey Mysterio there, something like that. But directly under uh, across from Jericho is AJ Styles. And it's pretty fucking close. But when we bring up Jericho, we bring up stuff like um, why he's so great and why he is the GOAT and why people will stop and turn on even if he's on another in another company is because he was the first undisputed champion. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. No, I think – well, I mean, just to, to kind of finish out what you said about Seth Rollins is, yeah, in 20 years when, when you and I are, are talking about this and – We'll we'll be talking with wrestling to our kids, you know, and there's some young stud in the in the game who has some catchphrase that's based on like fire or something. You and I yeah. will look at each other and like, yeah, but he, he can't burn it down like Seth Rollins could. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll be like, he can, mm-mm. no, 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 you're, no, you're, oh. you're, you're like your guy can light it up all he wants, <laughs> but he ain't yeah. never burned it down. <laughs> I watched so. that. Uh... I rewatched that Seth Rollins commercial when he was on the cover. I think it was like 2K16 or 17. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was a heel. See, this is a big, big, big deal about Seth and why he's criminally underrated and why he was actually the best wrestler in the world for a very long time. As a heel, he got to go on a daily show in character. John Cena had to go as the baby face of the company as a regular man because his fucking name's John Cena, you know? Seth Rollins yeah. had to go his ass on there as Seth Rollins as a heel. He made the cover of the game as a heel. Took the goddamn belt off of John Cena as a heel. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. CM Punk didn't take that that belt off of Cena as a heel. He was at they well, it in, wasn't a double turn, in, but he in, turned babyface there in Chicago because Vince had Alberto Del Rio try to cash in on him. He'll move from Vince. But uh, uh, CM Punk turned when he won the belt that night. That yeah. very second he turned. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. No, but I un- agree. enough about the referendum on, on, uh, on uh, uh, Seth Rollins. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, it, it's great to be able to talk about Jericho in that sense, because I, I, I think that uh, we are definitely and I got a, I got like a not a life size, but it's like maybe four, uh, three feet tall. Seth Rollins in the room with the boys. <laughs> you know, uh, so I had to pick one. It was uh, like five people. It was like Triple H, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Brock Lesnar, and Seth Rollins. I picked Seth Rollins. I was like, well, I already had, I, you know, I like Brock, but he's kind of, I was like, who's the new up and comer that's going to actually stick around that I can mm-hmm. talk to my kids about? It was Seth Rollins. It was, it was a no brainer because at that time he had already accomplished a bunch of shit. He's also the only guy to hold the combination of belts with the tag belts, like U.S. T- uh, the the same, not just with the tag belts, but he's the only guy to hold the belts the way he's held them. 
U.S. and uh, WWE and then IC and tag titles. Like, that just doesn't happen. It's, like, never happened. He's the only person to ever hold <laughs> those titles the way he held them out mm-hmm. of everybody. That's kind of nuts because the Triple H and Stone Cold are somewhere close to that. They almost did that. Um, but anyway, uh, I want to I want to move away from them, and I want I want I want to actually talk about something really great in WWE in, in AEW. Sorry, sorry, in AEW right now, and it was something I shit on, something that could be bad. It just, it has potential to turn sour, but it is missing something. And and it and it is 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 it's a shame, really. And I'm I, I know you're gonna i I'll, I'll save you from it. They should have gave Tessa Blanchard a blank fucking check because oh, they well, have <laughs> that's well, they, that's become the standard line <clears throat> in every show we've ever right. done. At a certain but, point, we're gonna say they should have written Tessa a blank check. I'm not saying you're incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> it is still it is still very much it is still very much the truth. But the thing is, I keep looking at it and I wonder if she's there, right? And they put the title on her. What else are they gonna do, uh, other than thing. other than her versus Nyla? Because Nyla's a massive human being. I, I really don't. At least for me personally, nothing's gonna make me turn my head. I'm not gonna turn Two. my head for her, <clears throat> Emmy Sakura or Big Two Swole things. or something. Two things. I think Nyla, uh, like having stood next to Nyla Rose and meeting Nyla Rose, is, she's not that big. There's, uh, uh, she looks massive in the ring, and that's great. But she's fighting Riho. She's not a big person, like really. Like, uh, eh. I get what you're saying, but like I'm like, uh, I mean, she doesn't strike me as she's big in the ring, and that's all you need to be. Yes, in their division, yes. I don't uh, think T- Tessa would be kind of. She'd be taller than her. She'd probably be towering over her. Tessa. Is bigger than uh, 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 Britt Baker, but like not like massive. Well, like Britt, I don't know. Tessa's bigger than she's a lot bigger than what you would think. So I'm thinking Tessa is as big as Nyla Rose, but like Nyla Rose standing over you looks very different too. So I, I'm not too against that, but like she doesn't, she doesn't stand out to me like a, a, a Nia Jax does. Yeah, or even, no, I agree. even a even a Charlotte. No, no, no. Fuck a Charlotte. A Rhea Ripley. And Rhea Ripley's like not as tall as Charlotte. Like Rhea Ripley's considerably smaller than Charlotte. But Charlotte's only really she's just tall. She's 5'10. You know, she's barely taller than me. It's just because they're all women. You know, <laughs> Charlotte's not fucking six feet tall. You know, she's not. She's not really close to that. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, the second thing is. Brandy Rhodes and the Nightmare Collective is exactly what the women's division needs. And it's everything that they would want. However, there is no adversary. They're the adversary to no protagonist at all. Mm-hmm. None. They haven't been. Think about it. If you had a Tessa Blanchard or let's say Britt Baker was a big star or even. Um, not even not even uh, her being a big star. Um, um, if they had um, Kylie Ray, still mm-hmm. they still had Kylie Ray. Think about the fact that she'd have to run through the gauntlet of the Nightmare Collective. That's good, compelling television. That's that's making me see. Okay, cool. Kylie Ray's going to go up against the whole collective. I like it. It's a it's a Ministry of Darkness versus Stone Cold thing. 
or the rock and and we got it right that's that's perfect that they got their ministry of darkness but they don't have a stone code so all of this is gonna i don't even know if it'll be remembered and i don't know who the fuck that was that looked like dustin rhodes in the chair but it wasn't him that was fucking weird i didn't like any of that <laughs> i was i was like is that is that Goldust or no and i don't i don't know if it was but uh could you tell me who that was? Did you see? Did you see where they did? No. The, she was cutting the, in the vignette where it was a vignette, and there was this nigga sitting there that I'm pretty sure it was Gold Dust, but it probably wasn't. He, I I mean, it, I don't know who he's supposed to be. I'm thinking he was, I think it was it was Gold Dust, but I mean, it, yeah, it, it really looked like Dusty. I know it wasn't Dusty, Dustin probably, but that's kind of weird because how the fuck did they get Dustin? They, he ain't huh. no hair to cut. He has no hair to cut, so I don't know how they possess him. But, but I mean, do you do you see? Do do, do you agree with the uh, or do, do you see it? The the Ministry of Darkness reference, or no? Am I reaching for that? I mean, maybe maybe more with the Dark Order than with the Nightmare Collective, but I I I, I don't know. I mean, because the, the Dark Order still has to do more to get over with me. Like, yes, they're spending a lot of time on very intricate vignettes that have a very good positive look on television. I will absolutely admit that. And yeah, and no wrestling. With no wrestling. Yeah, I I just want to know how is this going to translate to the ring? And then at the same time that you're running vignettes like that, you have Brandy Rose and Austin Kong chopping off women's hair, talking about the Nightmare Collective, doing this stuff in the darkness. And then you have the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny show up wearing all black. Yeah, it's too much darkness. They're going to cut the head off the snake. Uh, it seems like your natural heel feeling is dark and brooding and seedy. Now, I'm sorry, but you are losing that battle to WWE, and they only have one fucking guy doing it. <laughs> uh, but he's yeah, better than right. all of you at the same time. Uh, I, Much I, I don't. Better. Yeah, I, I guess I see where you're coming from. If there was somebody who had to take him down, I guess. But well, I, uh, I'm also saying that I don't from know. a point of know. view of power like brandy is 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 a very powerful individual in aew so it makes sense that I had to go up against her you know what i'm saying like but there is too much darkness they got three fucking stables that are just darkness darkness dark yeah. and yeah. It, it, it's like they went heavy to combat the fiend almost and it's like it's one guy and he's got puppets He's, he's like, yeah, he yeah, it's one guy. And he's got puppets, it's and alter he's... ego, and puppets. Yeah, give up, give up. Yeah, no, I, I remember the initial vignettes for when Bray was going to come back, and it was when they just had Mercy the Buzzard pop out of a box. And yeah, and it was, was whack. Like, we have no idea what this is going to yeah. be, and it looks like it's going to be disappointing. And then it showed up, and it was anything but disappointing. Like it was like this is fantastic. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I I feel like the Dark Order is showing a lot more cards than they should this early. I feel like it, it's a lot. And uh, the Nightmare Collective, I I agree with you. I think it's a positive for the women's division. But here's the deal with me, right? They they're offering people the chance to join. You got Nyla Rose putting refs through tables and stuff, and I don't see the champ anywhere the champ is just like hanging back waiting for somebody to fight and i yeah, it bothers me. fight up jungle and, boy they don't have anything so, at the centerpiece of their any anything what know, i can I, say i don't see uh, riho anywhere like, she's just hanging back waiting for a match i 
that's weird to me. They're gonna take that belt off her, and they're gonna they're gonna botch it bad, and they're gonna make you forget about Riho real easy. And they're scumbags for that because they yeah, booked I agree. her. They're pieces of shit for that. If you didn't want to put the title on her, if you had second thoughts, you should have just put it on Nyla. It made so much sense to just put it on Nyla Rose. Yeah, okay, cool. No, we want to build her up. Okay, then put it on Britt Baker. No, we want to build her up. You haven't done either of those things. Nyla Rose is fighting Shanna. Shanna's green as fuck. Nyla Rose is green as fuck. They're, they equal fucking yellow. They're not even that green. You know, like they, they equal. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like put them together. I mean, they're green, yellow, whatever belt. You know, like they're not very good is what I'm getting at. I don't yeah. understand how you can have them just not doing anything. For instance, like I said, The Miz is a guy that if you go, you know, they have depth. They don't have a lot, as much depth as on on, on SmackDown as you would like, but they have it. Miz is a guy that you can make champion if you need to. He's someone viable in the goddamn uh, title picture. There is no one reliable besides John Moxley in a title picture. Hey, man, maybe. To me, me, I say it's it's Moxley and Omega. But Omega strictly because of what he did in New Japan. That's it. Other than that, I really don't oh, see another I, option. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't give Omega them not. He's not. He ain't even close to it. I. What I could say is they could heat him up. Yes, you could heat him up with some big wins. He'd have to beat Moxley. Yeah. He'd have to beat Hang, beat Moxley, Pac, and then beat Hangman last. And then yes, shoot him to the top. You could do that. You could do that in three weeks by Revolution. You can have. Uh, you can have. Uh, of course, that's not what they're doing. But by, if you want to do that from right now, you could plant those, not just plant those seeds, you could do that. And you could have Omega challenge um, uh, that dude, uh, Chris Jericho, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, could, you could have that happen. But they, they're not even close to that. And the fact that they don't have, like, I brought up Miz because not only is he a, a uh, top title threat always, Always and always has been uh, since he came up, but he held that white intercontinental championship as the top title on Raw and the top title on SmackDown. When he got in, when he cut that promo on Daniel Bryan, he was like, "You a coward and stuff." He was holding up the IC title. My point is, the Miz made the the television title or the you know the the mid card title just as important as any big title. And they don't have anybody that could do anything. They don't have the title for one, and they don't have anybody who could do that. I mean, they could if they had that title, but they don't have that. So their title picture is all fucked up, and it's all fucked up in both the men's and women's division. And and in tag team, too, all the tag teams are 50-50 booking. You just beat your top-ranked team for the second Fucking week in a row, you bring you beat a top ranked person or team, so and then you make that person leapfrog in the rankings, and so they could they could fight the champion. And 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 you know what? Do you know? I'm, let me ask you. Do you know who Chris Statlander is? I do. Yes. I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. And I just proved to you that every other person doesn't know who Chris Statlander is. And, <laughs> and, and trust me, I talk to motherfuckers all the time, and I and and uh, I. I'm telling you, it's bad. When I had to bring somebody up and these people go, who? I go, oh, shit. I came to you for answers. 
<laughs> you know, I was like, I came to yes. you for answers. Yeah, Usually, no, Chris, I know, I know a lot. I don't yeah, know no, at all. No, no, at no. all. Chris, Chris, Chris Statlander is a solid enough talent. She's got a good look on her, but I, you know, well, as far as what the, the fuck is the alien goes, shit? You know, What's the alien uh, shit about? The I, alien has that, landed. That that background, I do not know, but that shit's I, weird, uh, stupid. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I just find it. Um, I don't know. Uh, you see. Stuff like that is why I believe that AEW sometimes forgets that over the top is a good thing in wrestling sometimes. Like, for example, if Luchasaurus was just a giant guy that wore a gear that had like a picture of a dinosaur on it that called himself Luchasaurus, no one would buy it. But the fact that he like wears the mask and does like the green tongue thing and growls and shit that's what works. Like, he's like, no, I'm actually going to be a dinosaur. I'm not just going to relate myself to them. I'm actually going to be one. And I feel like AEW forgets that sometimes. Like, am I saying that Chris Statlander should come out in a, you know, in a space helmet or something? No, don't go that far. But, <laughs> that might be kind of cool, but, yeah, but she don't never just, has, she never don't just call yourself an alien and not do anything alien-like. Like, don't, don't <laughs> right. do that. Like, it's weird, you, you know. Uh, over just, the top, uh, over the top is over the top, you know. Like that—that's why the first attempt at a split personality with Bray Wyatt didn't work. The sister Abigail—it was just like him with like a weird cloth on top of him. It didn't work because it wasn't enough of a transformation. Yeah, now, I'm glad he got hurt or got is, mono. It actually is a transformation this time, and it works. So I, yeah, I, I don't, I, you know, over the top is a good thing sometimes, and I feel like. AEW, just like in their anti-WWE crusade that we talked about at nauseum, uh, it, their lack, their willingness to not be overproduced is hurting them sometimes. Like, yes. I understand you don't want it to be over the top, but sometimes it's just too blatant. It needs to be. It's just too blatant. Like, and, and there are times that... The Rusev and Lana segment. Yeah, no, I agree. They, they, they weren't they, as over the top at first, and then they took it over the top, and now it's being talked about and it's crazy because I was like, they actually need to go further because Lana was just doing a really good job at actually acting. And I was like, well, she's not over the uh, top enough. The next week, she was super loud, super over the top. <laughs> like, yeah, just it was ridiculous the next week. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. I, I, I think sometimes uh, over the top can be a good thing. And sometimes AEW somewhat, you know, n neglects that, you know, like. Because, you know, like, for example, like, and, and there are guys who get it. Like, I mean, I don't have to say this, obviously, because he's been doing it forever. He's a legend of the business. But Jericho gets it. Like, Jericho realizes for the rest of his life, he can never say the phrase, a little bit of the bubbly, with a normal voice ever again. He can't. Yeah. He, he has to accent it every time. And, but he gets that. And I think that's, that, that's the fit, you know, that, that, that's how it fits in everywhere. Like the promo he got a couple weeks ago when he wanted to apologize, but he couldn't say sorry. So he had Hager say it for him like that, like stuff like that, like just little yeah. things. And I, you know, so look, I wish it's, Statlander the best. I think she's going to be good, but don't just call yourself an alien. Like yeah, just do, because. do something like do something, something that gives me that vibe do, you go a little further <clears throat> with it. It's okay. The, the best friends have in their Titantron aliens too, and I'm like, are they the same aliens? <laughs> yeah. And it was weird. I was like, I was like, see, this is where you don't. I was like, this is where continuity matters because I see best friends and I've seen their Titantrons, 
you know, my my kids love their music. They love the Titantron actually because it's puppies and aliens and shit in it. It's weird, <laughs> so they love it. You know, uh, and they just I, and they're one of the better things going in AEW. So yeah, yeah, and they're not close to championship material. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, as far as the rankings go, I think oh, yeah. it should have been between them and Lucha Bros. Or I, I think it it should be like this. It should go. Lucha Bros. should be champ. Proud and powerful should be beefing with them, like they kind of set up at the uh, at uh, All Out. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be that. And then right underneath that tier, uh, uh, right adjacent to, I should say, SCU and Best Friends going at it. It should be them. It should be because think about it. You got Orange Cassidy as their third man, so it should, you know they're not even they're not even booking themselves into the easy shit right now. They, they've made all their booking difficult. And when they go back and try to correct it next year, it's going to be kind of weird because we're like, well, we're, actually, we're not forgetting last season, guys. We know that John Moxley has faced and beat certain people like mm-hmm. Kenny Omega. So you can't erase it from year to year. This isn't the NFL. This is a competition that doesn't stop like that. It's singles action. So guess what? You know, kind of tennis, tennis, tennis. You know, when, it, when it's singles action, your record stays with you. Tennis stays with you. Uh, and the doll is beating Djokovic more than Djokovic is beating the doll. You know, their total championships and shit like that matter. All of that's a real fucking thing. And they're going to erase all of that in AEW. So <laughs> they don't even respect what happened. They don't even respect their booking enough to let it stand. WWE at least let their booking stand. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, but, I, I agree. Like, my whole point was that you you out here, you know, you're beating your champions. I mean, not your, I'm sorry, not your champions. You're beating your number one ranked teams when you should just have them in the proper feuds. Um, and Statlander, she's not even in a proper feud yet. Neither is Big Swole. They just bring people up, do something, move away. Um, mm-hmm. As much shit as we've given WWE, Seth Rollins is exactly where he needs to be and where he should be. I don't know if they called it or they went with it. But I know it's happening, and I know it's yeah. absolutely perfect, and he's absolutely full circle. Well, Even, well, there was uh, yeah. there was a one moment. To, I'm going to jump in on Seth Rollins because you're right mm-hmm. about the whole full circle deal. But there was one thing that they did that realistically, uh, at first glance, uh, I, I did not think it was a great call. And then two seconds later, I realized it was. And I think you even liked and retweeted my tweet about it when I said it was a great call to have Rollins come out and explain what happened with him and AOP immediately yes. after yes. it happened. Because at first I was like, they're going to leave us in suspense and we're going to get it next week. But instead, no, he came out and he cut this promo. Because he wanted to get all the it, heat then. It, it was it to go home show, get all the heat you can. It, yeah. it wasn't a, a career-saving promo. And the reason I say that is because, like, like I agree with you, his career didn't need saving you morons. It wasn't a career saving promo. <laughs> it was just another fantastic promo that he cut. And he it was finally what he did. It, it was it was justified. It was mm-hmm. somebody in my somebody in my group put it great. It was just he, his new character is just himself on Twitter. He just looked yeah. out into the crowd and was like, What do you people want? It's the same he was like, Seth I Rollins have no idea what life. you want. So he he joined up with AOP. Kevin Owens is the right baby face to get this thing over. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be, I, I it's think they're going to do very well for themselves. It's going to do very, it's it's they're Austin, do very well for themselves. So, and, uh, good for AOP. I think it's a good, it's a good spot. Uh, 
I, I think they, you know, uh, it, it's very interesting because you see their whole promos about what they're doing. And I, I'm very curious if they're going to try to work that in. If they're going to try to work in all the promos that AOP did before this happened, that it was all a part of this plan somehow. And if they find a way to work that together, that would be a very cool story to see it unfold. Would. And uh, I think it's it's going to be fun. So I, I think, um, you know, and this is why this this is why I keep coming back to WWE. I find things like this. Uh, I find things like this compelling. And I think that, that they do a very good job with it. And the, the fact that the two biggest stars on WWE's main shows are not world champions, but they're in big time feuds tells me a lot about how WWE operates. Exactly. It's, you know, because if you look at overall talent, Seth Rollins should be the universal champion on, on or should be the WWE champion on raw and Roman Reigns should be the WWE champion on SmackDown, but that's not how they have it fit. And I think that that's, I think that's a good call. I think that's a good call. So I, uh, I've, I, I like that. I like that style uh, that they have going. They are doing a, uh, it, I, I want to see, I want to see Seth talking to Paul Ellering too. I want him to just kind of have a. I don't want him to have a, a huge deal in it. I just want, him, I want Seth. I want it to be more like a Star Wars thing. Like Seth is Darth and the Emperor is Paul Ellering. That would, oh, be, that would be cool. So yeah. beautiful. I'd yeah, be like, wow. Be cool. I'd be like, be cool. I'd be like, you know what? I, 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 I'd pencil them in as one of the best things going in 2020, and we ain't even, you know. Like we ain't even there yet, but like they mm-hmm. would 2020 would be the year of Seth again. But Seth, like I said, Seth has never actually fallen out of the good graces of the people. Yeah. Uh, if they want you to turn, that's because they like you and they want you to fit the the narrative of what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And Seth turned and it fit the narrative of what's going on around him. That is a testament to how great of a worker and wrestler and person he is. Because he didn't bitch, he didn't moan, he didn't say, I'm going to leave, or anything else. And that's not a shot at anyone. It's a testament to, hey, what do you need me to do? Cool. It looks like I'm turning anyway. People don't like me. Let's go with the flow. Let's turn. But yeah, I'm, I agree. the way they did it, I'm not so sure that they weren't planning it. Because when they, they, they put the nail in the coffin on that shit, and hell in a cell. <laughs> you know? And I don't think they meant to do that, but they fucking did it. But then again... Everybody, the fiend tends to fight. They turn, you know. Yeah. Finn yeah. turn. Cool. Seth turn. So maybe Daniel Bryan's going to completely turn. It looks like Daniel Bryan's going to turn, and uh, and if it continues to go like, I mean, what is the Miz going to disappear for six weeks and come back in fedoras and long shorts again? You know, right. like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I'm he might. curious. Uh, is that, Johnny it's Wrestling's back. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Nitro, he's back. So maybe John Morrison. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, but yeah, I, I, I think that the Kevin Owens thing they got going with with Seth Rollins is just the Rock and Stone Cold man. Think about man, it. It, it. It has potential to be a very big feud. I agree. I agree. I, I really hope. You know, I, I just mean, you know, just in terms of the pl- the characters they are and they're playing too. I'm hoping that. They can do stuff like the Rock and Stone Cold, like a bridge. Throw the throw this nigga off a bridge. Let's see how that go. Throw, throw AOP <laughs> off a bridge. Like, come on, why not? You you telling me people wouldn't be say, talking about this for weeks if if one of them gets thrown off of a bridge? Most likely Kevin Owens. But like then you got to beat Seth Rollins, and that's mm-hmm. going to be hard to do with AOP interfering. 
But I like that because you got you got Kevin Owens. Go get the Viking Raiders. Boom. Sealed mm-hmm. it, right? Kevin Owens and the Viking Raiders against Seth Rollins and AOP is a fuck. I can watch that shit four or five times a day. Well, that my, sounds amazing. My, my, <laughs> one of the things I, I brought up, uh, I, I tweeted about it as a possibility is you have uh, you have Rollins and AOP find a fourth. And then after they run rough shot for a while, uh, you just you have them on Raw after a pay per view or something, and they come out to talk shit or whatever, and then you just hear this voice say, "I hear you talk about fulfilling prophecies," and then you hit Undisputed Era's music, and everyone would just go nuts. And I think that's, that's what you could build that in a great way. So because Seth did mention that thinking, in his promo, he said there is a prophecy he here, and I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> are, are we looking at a long term setup here? Hold on." So. I think we are actually. I, I think that I think Finn. Well, whatever. I spoiled some shit from you, for you. Anyway, I think Finn. <laughs> I think Finn Balor wins the. Uh, he wins the NXT Championship next week. I think he's gonna win it, and I think he's kicking Adam Cole out the way he got kicked out in Bullet Club, and uh. I and I think he takes over, and I think from there we get. Babyface Adam Cole, and that babyface Adam Cole will be on a goddamn skyrocket. To uh, I don't I, I want to say Raw because Kevin Owens is over there, you know, and Kevin Owens is good friends with Adam Cole, so uh, probably, you know, probably. But mm. SmackDown needs him. SmackDown really needs him, and he made he he made a really good name for himself when he debuted on SmackDown. He looked yep. really good. Everybody knew him. He was a fucking star when he popped up with Shawn Michaels and uh, Triple H. So, but they got Roman over there. So as long as Roman's over there, he's gonna be done dirty, right? He's gonna be Macho Man all the time, mm-hmm. and I don't think he wants to do that. So I, I'm, I'm thinking, but they don't have to move him immediately either. You can go through half of 2020, or maybe all of 2020 with Adam Cole. Well, there. I, I, think- I, I, I mean, nowadays you don't have to move him at all. I don't even consider True. it a move up anymore. I mean, when when NXT you gotta move made him. big TV, uh, they're, uh, they're 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 on the same level. So no, I I think at a certain point he will he yeah. will move. I think at a certain point he will move. I, I do think Keith that. Lee, Keith Lee and Riddle need to move. Keith Lee, Riddle, and probably Velveteen Dream even. I know Dr- Dr- uh, NXT a main, guy. Uh, 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 no a main roster move but. for Dream would be a great idea. It would be a very good call. Yeah, you get more eyes on him. Yes, it it would be a very good call for him. It's not that it's developmental, although it was to a degree and maybe still is to a degree. That's not the point of it. It's the, hey, we got so many eyes on this guy here. Let's put some more eyes on him over there. Mm -hmm. And let's, you're moving people people up in the rankings on one show. And then you're moving them over to other shows to where they can be even bigger stars. But all the while, people will say, well, where the hell did that guy come from? Boom. Mm-hmm. Right back. It, it, it's full circle. You come right back to NXT, and that builds that product up. So you're not building. You're not saying, oh, they're coming up from NXT. No, they're coming from NXT. But it's not yeah. necessarily. It's a lateral move. And um, mm-hmm. Chamba said that when uh, uh, the female ref moved uh moved over to SmackDown. Yeah. He said she's making a lateral movement to SmackDown. But he you know he acknowledged it and I like that and that's great. Mm-hmm. And I like what Finn Balor said about it. Speaking of 
female refs. Audrey Edwards, Edwards gets on my fucking nerves. At the <laughs> at the end of that goddamn AEW match, that street fight, she comes in flailing her arms. And here's the thing. She gets on my nerves because I always see her. She's over the top. She's overplaying every hand she gets. Yeah, I get it. She's red shoes. She doesn't know how to fucking act in a ring and behave herself and keep her arms down by her side and just be a referee. I should never see you until, like, you know, I should never see you, period, until you count one, two, three. You got to slide in from a different position because you were nowhere near cameras. That's what the AEW needs to do that because they've had they had refs being away and botched endings and shit all the time. Get these fucking idiots out of the way. Teach them how to fucking referee or something. Stop fucking that up. But our, our, <laughs> Aubrey Edwards, Audrey Edwards, is she good? Yeah, she's a really good referee. That doesn't mean she's not over the fucking top and in everybody's fucking face. I should only see a referee when they're counting and raising your hand or when it becomes painfully obvious they're going to get knocked out. Like when they're in the shot or they're behind the wrestler, you know, they're going to get knocked out. So that's okay. We know it's coming. Just do it. Make it quick. <laughs> I want to see her get knocked the fuck out every match. Then if she's going to be in my face, knock her out every match. Other than that, stop with the over the top hand movements. And she's so distracting. And, and I didn't even think about it until JR. Here comes Aubrey Edwards. Uh, uh, I, I think Excalibur said, and she comes flailing down to the ring and, does a, a, a near fall and it's just gross. You know, I just feel dirty after watching it. <laughs> so I had to get that one. No, I mean, look, I, I'm, I, I'm, my opinion on her is yes, uh, she's a good ref. She's good at what she does. It's cool that she's the head official, but at the end of the day, she, she's a ref. I'm not, I'm not going to get that excited for a ref. Like I'm, I'm not <laughs> like, 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 like she's in a her. Like, good for her. I'm glad she's getting everything she's getting, but she's she's a ref, you know. Like I don't, you know, same thing with Jessica Carr on SmackDown. Like, yeah, good for her. Glad you got the job, but you're a ref. Like, okay, like that's fine, you know. The thing her was she had the same thing going on. She was really loud and everything. So I was like, why the fuck are you so loud? I, I get it. You're a female ref. That doesn't mean you need to be this loud. But then it calmed down, and you know things just kind of leveled out. And then I stopped noticing her. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be noticeable. If you're noticeable, you're taken away from the product. Period. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I understand. Even if you're a manager, that's why Leo Rush, that's why Leo Rush kind of people were, they didn't know what to do with him because it was like, well, he's doing a, a good job to a degree, but he's taking away from Bobby Lashley's uh, matches when it becomes more about Leo Rush. And they often did because Bobby Lashley had zero personality. He still does. It's all about Lana. But this makes more sense, though. Kind of. Yeah. No, I, I think so, kind of. I think so, kind of. Yeah, I had to say. I, look, look I, I, I get a lot of flack whenever I talk about the Rusev-Lana angle in any manner other than it's terrible. Just yeah. because it has become the norm to say that it sucks, even if it doesn't. It's, yeah. it's just like it's just become the regular opinion now. And if you, you know, if you if you bring up different then people do this incredibly annoying thing on Twitter that you see all the time. Like, like for example, like when like, like, last, like, like last Raw, uh, when Drew McIntyre wrestled Matt Hardy and I was like, Drew McIntyre, I was like, I feel like this should be a bigger match. And somebody just came out and said and somebody asked me if I was a TNA fan. And I said the big money era of TNA. Yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah, a little bit, sure. 
And then some guy jumps in and he says, people are still shitting on TNA in 29 or it's, it's 2019 and people are still shitting on TNA, TNA. Yikes. And I didn't answer, but I wish I did. And I would have said, <laughs> so, so I got the passage of time argument and a yikes in the same yeah. response, dude. First of all, the passage of time in no way guarantees change. I don't know why people do that. <laughs> right. like I don't know why does, people do that. But but it doesn't. Our gene pool is the same fucking DNA. Like I I, I don't know <laughs> right. why people People's think like, things. We're change. racist in 2019. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Very people, much so. People assume that time change. And secondly, not yikes. There is nothing scary about what I said. This is a very right. low stakes situation. And I was just bringing it up that I felt like it should be a bigger match because these guys have both been world champions before. Uh, other than that, just dude, right. just calm down. Like it's not, <laughs> I, I, I have a difference of opinion. Don't be the guy that looks at me and goes awkward. No, I just right. disagree with Cringe. you. Like, uh, Cringe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, these people and their stupid buzzwords and all they want to do is just, all they do is dumb down all his uh, language, and they just cringe. Why can't you say I've, cringe I've words? I've said it to people before. You want to know how wrestling fandom works, at least hardcore wrestling fandom, to the point where they tweet about it? You want to know how it works? There is a sketch by Kean Peel called That One Friend That Makes Everything Awkward. Okay? Watch that. That is wrestling Twitter right. embodied. <laughs> it is. Where this one guy comes up and he's like, I don't really like the bat the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. I think they're overrated. And his buddy goes, Awkward. And he's like, No, no, it's not. He's like, dude, I have a difference of opinion. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing awkward about what I said. Like, just because I don't fit in with what the group thinks does not make me awkward. It doesn't. I, I just have a difference of opinion. I'm so sorry. You know, like, it's like, okay, I, I'm so sorry. So. Yeah, and, and and you know, I, I I get, I don't get a lot of that, but I, I might have. I, I said something about okay, so Nick Cannon's having a, a few with Eminem, I suppose. I don't know if, if if Eminem really responded or anything, but I was like, it's not even a battle until the other person wants to do something. People are like, mm -hmm. oh, Nick Cannon lost for responding. I was like, no, that's not how this works. He didn't lose because he responded. I'm like <laughs> Eminem twice in the last two years or whatever he's brought up like five-year-old beefs between like 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 between people where comments were made years ago and he'll drop a random diss track that nobody knew was coming out and all of a sudden this person you know the person will respond and people are like oh this person can't beat eminem i'm like why is eminem even bringing this shit up it sounds like he's the one that's actually clout, clout chasing. He's chasing relevancy. No matter what you think about Nick Cannon, this nigga has been relevant since he has started his entire career as a child. From Nickelodeon to Wildin' Out, we, Nickelo uh, 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 Nick Cannon has been on fucking TV. I should call him Nick Saban to make it full <laughs> circle. But I, Nick Cannon has been on TV somewhere hosting something his entire career. Every fucking year, the mass singer. Uh, uh, what was it last year? It was like uh, um, America's Got Talent. It might be both of those at the same time. I don't even know. Wilding Out, which is his own show. Like, it, I mean, it, we just gotta, we just gotta stop with the, the bullshit. Stop trying to, to kill people's good fortune and success just because we have a fandom for someone else. Like, okay, yeah. Cool, you know Eminem. Eminem's the goat, or whatever you want to put it. However you want to put it, but like that don't mean he beat Nick Cannon or 
just by not responding, like he started it. He has to finish <laughs> it, right? Um, if Nick Cannon finishes it, he automatically loses to me. You know, if, if Nick Cannon finishes the beef, then Eminem automatically loses because he started it and he said, I'm not going to respond. I'm better than that. Well, why'd you even make, if you were better than that, why weren't you good enough to not say shit in the first place? Oh, <laughs> you were clout chasing. That's right. You are lying to us. I get it. But do you think that's a popular opinion? Hell no. You know, so I don't drop it everywhere, but like people are like, oh, you know, you know, rip Nick Cannon. And I'm like, first of all, if he's not dead, two, he just, he, you know, he just beat Eminem in a rap battle because Eminem brought up some shit. He addressed it and he said, Eminem, now it's your turn. And Eminem has not responded. He gave him two days and Eminem didn't do this. Dude, he didn't do shit. So he lost. <laughs> Big yikes, though. Like you say, I would I would get the big yikes on my shit. It's 2019 and people still think that Eminem's not that good. Big yikes, big facts, cringe. <laughs> no, I I just find it. Uh, I I just think it's way too easy to get people to say things like that now. Like it's just, you know, like yeah, I, I I disagree with you. Okay, like that's that's fine. Right, you they're know. really stupid, and that's why they—that's why people—they're stupid because they abbreviate words that shouldn't be abbreviated. When and they're abbreviating abbreviations of words, you know, like okay, like I get Lord of the Rings. That's a very old thing, but I'm gonna—I'm actually gonna use that example. L L O T R. I'm like, hey, hey, why are we abbreviating things while we're talking about them? Like, if we having a discussion about it, we can say Lord of the Rings. You have to just <laughs> say the, you know. Maybe yeah. for the sake of typing, I might let you slide with it, but like you need to say the full words every time we talk. You know, like every time we're talking <laughs> about it, say it. Say the words out loud, not uh uh OMG and shit like this. Like just say, oh my God. You can say that. <laughs> it's, it's not a big deal. You don't have to abbreviate everything, man. Like it's um oh my god is already like me saying I don't particularly agree with what you're saying. That I believe that is outrageous. That is not standard. Well, I'm not saying all of that. I'm saying, oh my God, it's already abbreviated. You don't know, have to now put OMG on everything. Like, literally, <laughs> people literally say OMG. No, they no, literally I, say I, it I out loud. I know, I know. I, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. I hear you it. You know, but I mean, I so does this. Any any closing thoughts on AEW? I'll, I'll wrap. I'll, I'll, I got some closing thoughts. They're not I, the 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 only thing I have to say is that they're in this for the long haul. And it seems like they're acting like it. But my my two closing thoughts are this. Let Jericho and Mox just do their own thing. It'll draw a lot of eyes and make you a lot of money. And please stop having SCU defend their tag team titles with small package roll-ups out of nowhere. <laughs> if you want them to look like strong champions, have them hit a dual finisher and get a clear one, two, three. Yeah. That's it. That's all I have to say in closing about AEW. I, I think they'll do that with the Bucks. I, I actually think they will, unless uh, they have a schmoz finish and have Proud and Powerful come out and the Lucha Brothers. Maybe it'll go off like that. I, I feel like that actually, if, if that's the main event, it, it could happen. Like, mm -hmm. uh, and, and it wouldn't necessarily be bad. It's kind of, you know... Um, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, uh, NXT could have ended this show a couple times uh, Wednesday. It could have been um, 
with the Dakota Kai and Mia Yim match. They could have ended it with that. Mm-hmm. That was a good place to end. They could have ended. They could have had some stuff at the top of the hour. They had the Leo Rush and Angel, uh, and, uh, uh, Angel Garza. They had that match uh, at the top of the card. So, I mean, they had plenty of stuff they could do, and they could have squished around. I don't know if AEW has that leeway. And um, my, my final thought on AEW for this week is that um, they continue to suck. <laughs> I was I was gonna say it a little better than that, but they do. But that but that but that's actually the good part of it, because even though they continue to suck, they aren't nearly out of it. You know, um, the upside is that this is their down period. If they can start, and they're not clicking on all ser- cylinders, and they are a very young company, um, so. We have a lot. I mean, what we're doing is saying that historically, when you do these things, you fail. That's what we're saying about AEW. And and it's true with them. They are doing some things that historically done, like the booking. They fail. It, you know, companies fail. But I I have a, a lot of optimism that they're not the same. And that, that the, the world, the fan base, wrestling itself won't let them fail in that same way. At least I don't think so. Here's the thing. The bit the bad part about it is about this is that they have a different fan base. They have hipsters that are into trendy things. Mm-hmm. AEW will not always be trendy because wrestling isn't always trendy. That the the big attitude era, what was that? How many years was that? It wasn't five. Yeah. What? You know what I mean? It was like from what ninety seven and uh, two thousand one. Yeah, I mean, uh, the ruthless aggression Roughly. really didn't. Uh, the, the ruthless aggression area era started what like oh three oh four maybe. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I to be it, it, it does bleed together. To be fair, I'd probably say whenever the ruthless aggression era was whenever uh, John Cena had the spinner belt. The, the first one, the U.S. title belt, uh-huh. and when they, or when they came out with a SmackDown, when they when they changed over the game system from Nintendo sixty four, and it was a SmackDown shut your mouth. That's mm-hmm. right around that time is when the ruthless aggression era officially started. But like it could be, I mean, shit. John Cena said that shit when he debuted. It could be right then. Ruthless aggression. Like I don't fucking know. Like, but mm-hmm. uh, my point is that. The golden eras of wrestling don't last for fucking decades. Uh, look at TNA. Their golden era. It, it might have lasted the longest. If I'm not mistaken, it could have been four, could have been five years. I doubt it was that long. But if we if we being very real about it, they had a great run. Um, but they then it stopped, and then they had to pick back up again with Kurt Angle, right? You know, and, and those guys. And then it stopped for a very long time. And I don't think it really picked up again until uh, Brian Cage and Sammy. Sammy Callahan busted dude's head. That's the exact moment Impact became relevant again. You know what? You know what? You know uh, who? who, uh, Eddie Edwards, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. When he made a mistake and busted his motherfucking head and it made like damn near national news. That's when Impact was like, it was oh shit. Well, we got to watch this, and they went with it. They went with all of that. 
And Sammy Callahan has been on ever since. And uh, so is Tessa and Brian Cage and all those guys. My point is, what's going to happen when AEW has to stand on their own two feet and they're out of the honeymoon period? Because I think we're out of the honeymoon period now because not one, literally not one more person watched AEW than watched NXT. Your honeymoon period is fucking over. You, you have a couple losses to them. You have some really close calls. You hit. You got blown. Uh, uh, you got blown out of water with one match, and then and then you you lost uh, almost a million goddamn viewers once. So you know what I'm saying? You 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 got your honeymoon period's over. You got to watch what's going on. But the fact that they suck right now in the best period they could possibly do that give them a, it gives them a tremendous upside. They still have Marty Skrull. Yet to debut. If he does not debut next week with the the butcher, the blade, the body, the bunny, uh, whatever. <laughs> that's that's yeah. so hard to say. They need a real stable. I don't. You know what? Actually, <laughs> okay, just let it be hard to say. I want them to be different. I don't want a faction name. Let it be them: the butcher, the blade, the bunny, the villain. I want to have to say all of that every fucking time. Okay, no abbreviations. Yeah, I want to have to say all of that. But if they don't debut, and I want I want your take on that. If they don't debut with that, then that it would. If they don't debut Marty Skrull, then fuck that pay per view that's coming. Well, out. well, well. Look, I, I'm I'm one of those. I'm still in the school of thought that I'm still not fully convinced that Marty Skrull is going to go to AEW. Wow. Uh, I, I, hey, no, you're I'm, right. There's some people I, I'm still in that school that uh, I'm in that school. That I think NXT is a real possibility. I, I don't think that Japan full time. Is a is a full possibility for him. I don't think. I think he did well enough in Japan, but I don't think it's a full time possibility. But Meltzer but, said that is unlikely he'll go to WWE. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, hey, uh, that's fine. But uh, I mean, I, I I don't know. I I just um, I don't know. I I I feel like he would fit in WWE. The thing is, I don't know enough about Marty and how he approaches booking as to where he will fit in. Because that's the one thing is what you knew about Cody is, you know, Cody takes would take booking as it is. But clearly the fact that he went and started his own company proves that he likes to have some say, uh, just like the Bucks, just like Paige, just like Omega. They like to have some say. Marty might not be one of that type of wrestler. He might not necessarily need it. And if that's the case, he could go to NXT. Because if you don't and need heard, any say in how you're booked, right, and you'll do what the other what the company says, but and you trust them to put you over, which Marty, I mean, you give you give Marty Scroll Triple H, the possibilities are endless, and uh, he would put him with, over with in a Adam heartbeat. Cole too. So, you got to oh, think absolutely. about it. Adam Cole oh, and Finn Balor, sure, sure, and you sure, can make sure. a you can make a stable real quick with them. As a matter of fact, I tell you what, I still the Fiend's Thunder. I still all of his thunder, and I have Marty Skrull damn near come out and go straight at Bray Wyatt. Oh well, that, I that would be in, that would be interesting. That would be an interesting I, call. I, I mean, because you got enough people that ain't doing shit on SmackDown, where you could just you could just pump in talent through there. You can promote. I mean, not not Riddle and Keith Lee, but like there are people who you could just say, "Nah, I want this motherfucker to go over here and do that." Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe no, a Mojo Riley. You, you know, if you trade it, if you if you have Marty Skrull come in and you just write the storyline that you traded these guys for these guys, you know, and you got Marty Skrull come in and maybe he turns Roman. That'd be dope. Though. I, I don't know. I, I don't want fantasy book too much. That don't even make sense. 
But <laughs> it didn't. I got too crazy there. But no, I, 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 oh, you're I right understand about this girl. I, my, my uh, yeah, is, I think uh, he might. It, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I really don't. I think at the end of the day, it's a business. And he, as good of buddies as he is with the elite, I think if he came to them and said, hey, man, look, you know, the New York office gave me a great offer and I just can't say no to it. I really don't think they would have an issue with it. So, you know, I mean, they might also, take some jabs at him on TV, but that's about it. I heard I heard that uh, Tony Khan was not given the big payouts like he did and that he had regrets about um, who he did sign to big contracts and stuff like that, like Sean Spears and even Jericho and stuff like that. I have you heard any of that same stuff or that's just that's stuff I've heard. It's not like I mean to to, to be honest, I I don't know. I don't I don't keep myself uh, terribly terribly privy into you know how they negotiate contracts in pro wrestling and all of that. I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's not paying out as much as people made it seem like he did because it, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised because quite honestly I think they kind of have a similar sales pitch as to old wcw does is you're not going to make as much money but you're not going to have to work as many dates we're right. not going to have as many pay-per-views and that's attractive to some guys and you're going to have a lot more say in what you do in your storylines and in the ring and everything but i'm sorry there is one there are a lot of things in wrestling that you and i and everybody else who loves it can talk about whether or not it's true or not or whatever there's a lot of stuff like that here is one irrefutable fact. It never works when in-ring talent has to book themselves. Ever. Right. It and never doing that. works. They don't have a clear buck stops here. This is what we're doing, guy. They, As far as I know, they don't. It's a lot more of a collective decision. And it's going to work for a while. But if you keep expanding and you keep getting – let's say they do get successful and they keep expanding and they get bigger and they need bigger and better things. You really think there are going to be six guys that have the same opinion every time? <laughs> no, not at all. No. Somebody's going to have to say this is what we're doing. And Nick Jackson is the first guy that is going to fucking uh, not be part of that shit. <laughs> he, I, I've, I've seen firsthand that motherfucker is going to be like, nope, I'm out. and Because he's not even really in. Like – his brother is in and yes like matt has his hands and stuff but nick's gonna be like i don't even give a fuck i don't care i'm done or this is what i want once it changes suck my dick <laughs> that's how he is and i'm gonna be like well see i told you it was gonna happen and then yeah. cause, and then that's gonna rub kenny the wrong way because he's so sensitive and that's just unbecoming of a professional and a businessman and a businessman that's in in very very much in control of things uh, look at the women's division. He's very sensitive about that. They suck, buddy. Okay? You want to hear the truth? They <laughs> suck. And you suck. Fire yourself tomorrow. As a <laughs> Put your resignation on your desk today. So when you go to get to the office, to your office, now X office, in the morning, you can clean out your own desk. <laughs> you know what i <laughs> You whack. Fire yourself first. Please. You're an idiot. Same thing with you, Jerry Jones. You fucking dummy. I know you're not listening to it, but fire your fucking self as GM. You're an idiot. Because <laughs> your GM should have fired Jason Garrett a long fucking time ago. Roman Reigns isn't <laughs> over, bro. It's been nine years of this Jason Garrett push, and he never got over. Never. <laughs> that shit is 
done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with that, I need you to take us home. This is Sportacus, and you've been sports entertained. You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, all at Sporticus Live. That's Sport I C U S Live. Sporticus Live. See you there.